Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Friday, December the 16th, 2022. Hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. On today's episode, we have my man Doug White back in the house. But real quick before we jump in, um, some housekeeping stuff. One, the... Jeremy Scott Fitness app is live, you guys. Again, if you guys want to check it out, link is in the show notes. We'll give you a free seven-day trial. You can see if you like it. All my weekly workouts plus all the programs and about a 1,000 other sessions on top of that, all nutritional content. You guys get a week for free to see if it's for you. If you don't like it, you think it sucks, you can go somewhere else, and we're happy to point you in the right direction. But if you guys dig it, you can join for just a couple pennies a day. Also, we are kicking off our 47-day transformation here on January the ninth. So this will be the first time we ever ran an app. This is our flagship transformation program for you guys. I think you will dig it. It's the first premium option we've done inside the app. I believe it's 99 bucks inside of there. We used to run it outside for anywhere from like 197 to 397. So not only is it way cheaper, but the delivery system is much better. And so it's the one thing that other than like our community of people here, I'm probably the most proud of because it's very habit-based and we work a lot on personal development stuff and a lot of the eating habits and behavior habits you guys need to be better so if you want to check it out the links in the show notes but it's jeremyscottfitness.app slash 47 day challenge and that is live inside of there starting january the 9th and last but not least this episode is brought to you by my homies at athletic greens you guys already know it's the one thing i take every single day and i never miss if you don't eat enough fruits and vegetables, and let's be real, none of us really do. This is the one thing I would take every single day. You still got to eat real food. Don't be an idiot. But <laughs> if you can make this cover the gaps in your nutrition, this is what I use it for. I travel with it. It's my easy go-to. It's the best tasting greens on the planet, in my opinion. And if you guys want a free sample, 100% on me, shoot us a message wherever you can get in contact with us. I'll have Monica get some samples out to you. You can try it for free, see if you like it, and get hooked up with all the free stuff from there. But if you want to try it right now, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott gets you guys a year's supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with order one. All the other sponsors are in the show notes. If you guys want to check those out, we have discounts on everything there and also free samples of the Beam uh, Dream CBD product. And I think they're Elevate as well too. So click below, check it out, and you guys are good to go. So welcome, my man. Thank you, sir. I appreciate uh, it. So uh, if the people didn't, you been here, what, five months ago, six months yeah, ago? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Um, you want to give me a quick... Backstory. You used yeah, to be yeah. in the big leagues. Now you're doing yeah, whatever it is you do. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, my 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 deal is I was in um, professional baseball. Like I played uh, indie ball, and then um, I went into coaching shortly after. Like six months after indie ball, I went into coaching professional coaching, and then it was like a a fourteen, fifteen, sixteen year trip to where eventually I got an opportunity to be in the big leagues with the Astros as a bullpen coach. Next year I got hired. Uh, as the Los Angeles Angels pitching coach in uh, 2019. Um, so basically the, the journey is basically improbable based on my rap sheet. Like if you're looking at my, you know, my career on a piece of paper, you're like, how the hell did that dude get to the big leagues? That's impossible. But I'm here to tell you I got there based on my ability to understand what my emotions were telling me along my ride. That's it. And like, I'm the best I've ever been at it now at 45. I was horseshit at it when I was in my, my 20s and my early 30s, which is why it took me so long to get to the big leagues. But again, like all that shit works out. Everything happens for a reason, all those corny slogans, but it's actually true. Um, but yeah, so 
where I'm at now is I'm sitting here with you, okay? And I'm in this process. I'm in this process of deciding, okay, well, how do I want to live my life? How do I want to feel inside of it? What, I want, what, what do I want it to look like, feel like, smell like, taste like, you know, all that kind of thing. And so I'm just in the starting uh, realm of that. Like literally I, I just jumped off the diving board, jumped into the water and I started swimming. And uh, there's, there's nothing like, I can't sit here and go, Jeremy, I've, I've done it here. I'm, I, 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 you know, I climbed up the summit. I'm at the top of the mountain. I'm not in that. I'm literally, I just started on the summit. So like, I'd have to come back in another year, another year, another year and be like, okay, Dougie, what are you up to? And, and then we'll see how it goes. But like, does anybody ever, oh, I, I'm there. Like, does anybody really feel that? Like, like, like legitly, like, you know what? I made it. I'm the fucking dude. That's it. Like maybe if you're like Michael Jordan and you're retired, I guess. But even for him, I'm sure that it's a journey that continues forever. Yes. Like that was just his career, but he's still yes. alive and living. Yeah. It's kind of like for me, the way I take it in the, in, the, in the human being realm, I take it as, okay, I was doing this thing for so long in my life and then that thing stopped and I put my focus over here. Okay, now where are you? And that's the journey I'm on now. Like, that's the starting point of this deal. And so, yeah, there, there's never an ending point to anything. You're an eternal being. So get used to that one. That, that's <laughs> some of the stuff we're going to talk about, you know, today. Because a lot of this thing is like, it, it's misunderstood by society. It's misunderstood by so many people. Because either when people talk about it, they don't really know what they're talking about. They just, it's like the quick thrill. It's like yoga became popular. Right. So like everyone's a yogi now or psychedelics is now popular. So everyone's running the psychedelic. It's like that kind of deal. Yeah. And so like for me, I'm I'm more of a old school guy. I'm a myth buster and an old school guy in the way of like, OK, well, let's talk about universal laws. Let's talk about you as a non-physical being. Let's talk about you and the word vibration and how that matters to you. And not in a way where I got to go drive a fast car and have the prettiest chick and have all the money in the world. Let's just talk about happiness. How do I use it to be happy? Because everything takes care of itself once you go down that road. So like for people who listen, like you coached baseball for all these years, you're in the major leagues, which mm -hmm. is the pinnacle. Yeah. Like how long does it normally take a person to get there? I mean, a lot of people never do. Sure. Like a buddy of ours, he's got to, what's Trav? Got to be 40 some. He's worked in it for his whole life. Was now it was at just Kent State, and now mm -hmm. just left. Yeah, but it took him twenty fucking years just to get like at the Division One level, and it's not even like you're the main dude there. Yeah, that's such a huge journey. And so to do all that, you get there. Yeah, which would probably take most people decades, if ever possible. Yeah, and then you're like, I'm just not the happiest. I am doing this. Yeah, I I, I got there, and I was like, man, there's. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a struggle between identity. Like, man, like I'm here. This was my dream. Like I thought this was it. And then I got there and I was like, Oh shit. I'm, 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 I, I'm still dreaming. There's still something more out there. Like I could literally feel there's more of me that, that wants to be satisfied. And I don't think this is the atmosphere that's going to satisfy me completely. But I couldn't understand that until I got into the experience fully, which was my quest the whole time. I had to get to the big leagues, had to. So once I created that, now it's like, okay, well, what's next? And it was a little bit of a shocker because I didn't think it was going to happen that quickly. Like, and people would say, well, yeah, but you got fired, Doug. And I said, yeah, 
but I'm an amazing coach. I didn't get fired because I wasn't good at what I do. I got fired because I stepped into a system of chaos that wasn't a match to me. And now I'm, 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 I'm shifting that. Like, I'm like, oh, maybe I do want to have a little more control over my yeses and nos throughout the day. Like if you're in an organization, a company, what have you, right? You don't have though that that's part of human society that's being in a business right yes yeah, so if you're at the angels yes you really just do whatever they tell you to i'm do. the pitchy coach of the angels like sure i might run a department but i'm still answering to this guy and this guy and this guy yeah yeah it's not your own show no, no. it is not my own show even though i would love it to be yeah and i think in my head oh this is my show i'm the guy no yeah not true so that's, I guess that's hard for probably people to listen to because they're probably like, this dude made it to the major leagues. He's a pitching coach. He's there. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. But to have the, I don't know, what is it? What do you call it? Self-awareness or like, you know what? This is, there's something else other than this yeah. that I should be doing. Because if you want to go back into baseball, you yes. can do that. Yes. Instantly. Yes. Like you could go coach. If you're, again, you, I'm with the Astros. I'm with the Angels. Any normal college would be like, yeah. This yeah. is a do we want on our staff, and because you're skilled too. Sure, but you're like, no, nah, I don't want to do that at all. Yeah, like I, me, Lee, like if there was a match, like, and I would viscerally feel that, like emotionally, I would know that's a match. I'd, I'd go, but that hasn't come about yet for whatever those reasons are. And I don't really want to sit there here and try to unfold it all because it would make you crazy, and you probably really would never get that answer anyways. Yeah, all I know is. This is how I want to feel about the things I do in my life. And if I don't feel that way, I keep looking. And how many people you think, I mean, the majority of people I'd imagine wake up every day and they just do shit that they don't even like to do yes. and just continue to do it Yeah, because they're not looking to be happy or they're just, life is too busy or what, like when you work with people and you see them, because that baffles me. Like to me, to do, go to a job, and again, everybody's circumstances are different. Like you got to mm -hmm. make money for your family. We live in an economical world. I understand that. Mm -hmm. But to show up and do some shit that sucks just for money every day seems like a miserable existence. Yeah. Yet most, a good number of people do that. Yeah. That, that's for me like one of the biggest misunderstandings of life is people think you're, you're here living this human experience and there's these have to's. I have to do this. And just like you said, yes, like I need to make money to pay my rent. I, we get that that's part of it, but I don't include that as a have to. That's like part of society. Like I'm, I'm just, um, I, I just like, I let go of that. Like I understand that that's how we do it. It's a monetary exchange in our, in our system, right? We have a system that's set up. And even if you yes. want to play, like, I don't think I like play in the system. Yes. I just play alongside it, but yes. I also pay my electricity bill because yes. it's just part of what we do. Yes. So if, but if you just look at life and the way people live now, it, it's an obvious, like people make money making YouTube videos. Uh, people make money making TikTok videos. People make, and big money. So you're telling me that there's only one way to do it. I got to wake up every morning and grind, grind, grind. No, 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 no. You want to wake up and find something that makes you happy to do, something you find joy in, and then eventually that will turn into how you will support yourself. Absolutely positively, unless you don't believe it, then no, it won't come that way. It's crazy because maybe 50 years ago, it, to me it would be way harder. Like for if it's my, my grandpa's era, right? Yeah. Like there is no internet. Yeah. So... 
you only see what you see. Your belief system is sometimes limited because you can't. It'd be hard to to not like when I grew up, I didn't see anybody doing this. Yes, this wasn't a fucking thing. Yes, like yeah. If I was to tell my dad when I'm 20, hey man, I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to do fitness. Yeah, he'd probably punch me in my face <laughs> and be like, "What are you talking about? Like, yeah. you've never met a retired person." But now, to your point, and I had a guy here on a couple weeks ago, Pat Darby. I'm not saying go on OnlyFans, but he's like, "There's people on OnlyFans." Like, I think the top like the person he was mentioning, I don't know the name. Like I think they're like the fifth ranked person on there, a uh-huh. million dollars a month. There you go. And now there's people out there, whatever they're sharing out there, maybe it's their feet or their butthole, who knows? Yes. But <laughs> you know, he goes, he goes, some of these people are making who have no skills, making ten thousand dollars a month. Now, yes. maybe you're not going to show your ass for OnlyFans. I go, but maybe you love to talk about Care Bears yes. on fucking YouTube. And if you go hard on Care Bears, bro, you could probably make fifty grand a year. Yes. If you're really passionate about yeah. it. So to your point, I do understand that now because even though the world is weird and things are expensive and all that, you have more opportunity now to find a niche in a market for things than has ever existed. Yes. And there's more models to see, to see that from. Oh God. Yeah. So it, any, in any sort of subject matter in the world, there's someone kicking ass on that right now, showing you it's possible. There's not one area in all of life. And if you think of a new one, you're going to kick everybody else's ass, like if, if we're talking about in that realm, right? Yeah. It, it, it all exists from every direction you can ever think of, but it's like, what is the, what is the, the equation that's working? What's the algorithm that's we're working inside of? That's literally what I wanted to talk about partly on this show is like people don't understand there is an algorithm. You can have it. There is no secret. Like, you know, the movie, The Secret, there is no secret. <laughs> this is the algorithm. What is the, what is the secret where you like kind of like wish it and it comes back to you or some uh, shit? The, the secret was like, well, it was a commercial deal. It, it was like, the, was it, it a, was the law of attraction. That's okay? what it is, yeah. But it was the law of attraction made commercially. And the way you get people to buy your product is to scare the shit out of them. So when you have a title that says The Secret, I got to know the secret, man. I got to know the secret, yeah. man. And so you run to the secret and then you listen to the secret and go, that's it. That's what I got to do. You're like, that's bullshit. That can't be it. Yeah. But then also they commercialized it. So they left some things out. So yeah, that shit ain't gonna work for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. Cause I think we, obviously we have a system now we come up, we work a job, we make money, we do whatever. Yeah. But most people aren't deciding to chase happiness. Yeah. Like that's the one thing when I say like, well, there you go. Jeremy, what did you start doing this for? And I'm, I'm not, I can't judge anybody for what you want to do. Sure. The reason you do things, but when, and people will say, well, what was your goal and what is your goal now? And I'm like, just to not hate my Wednesday, dude. Yeah, you go. Like in the very most base simple, they go, what does that mean? I go, I used to go to a job and like a corporate, like I was an academic advisor and I thought it was cool for like, I don't know, a couple months mm-hmm. until I'm like, this is bullshit because yeah. these goals are fake. Um, I can't ever hit them. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to ever get a raise. Yes. People are talking shit about me. Yes. And it's just not a, I, I'm not meant to do this. Yes. And I used to think that though, where, hey, because I watched like my old man do it forever, just be miserable as hell. Yep. Like, well, I could just go to a job, make money, be, you know, not miserable, but just like, don't really give a shit Monday through Friday. I could still enjoy my time after work and enjoy the weekends. And it didn't take more than like six months to be like, nah, man, like this, I'm going to be real miserable real quick here. And you're not going to enjoy any of your life. No. Because the weekend is going to be recovering so you can get get going again Monday through Friday because you're so tired and stressed out and upset about Monday through Friday 
the weekend is like, I'm going to either get bombed to forget everything, or I have to literally recover from the way I'm feeling Monday through Friday. And so many people do that. Almost yeah. like a self-like medication. I'd say like 90% of the world. That's why drugs are so popular. That's why alcohol is so popular. Because it's that little piece of, they think it's a piece of freedom. It's something that's going to either wash away trauma or wash away what their current reality is. Well, that is true. I mean, I think about that too in terms of like the amount of drugs I used to like to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, and now I, not a lot of times, like I don't because I'm like, I like my brain to be clear. Yeah. Because for me, I'm like, I don't have mm. that many great ideas. So I can't drown them in whiskey because they're never going to fucking show up. Right. <laughs> but that, I, I literally do think that we're like, okay, instead of like smoking weed and sitting here for three hours, which is, you know, can be fun too. Yeah. I'd rather just not. Because yeah. my brain now can be free. It's not going to go to these other places, which tends for me to be negative. I'm like, I'd rather just be here and be positive. But a lot of people don't do that. They wait for, well, okay, Friday, so I can have a drink to yes. take the edge off, which is cool if that's what you do. But I'm like, I don't feel that need because yeah. I, but I don't hate what I do every day. Once you feel that, you like you, you, you peer into that window and, and you feel what it feels like to be happy, just let's say you're just happy for like two or three days. It's it freaking sucks to feel any other way and it's like a kid just crying and throwing a temper tantrum when you don't feel good but that's sometimes what you like you you need to feel the two the contrast of those two things and then you got to be like well we're we're like how do i want to live the rest of my life which way do i want to go which you know do i want to feel great or do i want to feel like shit every day and 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 complain and and, and blame and justify and excuse and da, 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 da. it's like which one do you want to do you can make that decision yeah i mean i do think i say this all the time i think everything's made up yeah like this is fake yeah this is a fake business i put my name on the door i got my name on t-shirts it's all right like it's embarrassing to tell people hey right. what do you do well that's called jeremy scott fitness like yeah. who the fuck are you dude yeah i go but dude that's what google is that's what Apple is at the biggest, grandest scale ever. Now they've built infrastructure and made money. I go, but some people just made it up. Yeah. And I guess the point of me saying that is just when you become detached from this is how it has to be, my brain now doesn't think of it the same way as it used to. Yeah. Like when I was in school and I think school is bullshit. Sorry, everybody. Um, just the way that it's set up, it doesn't have to of be, course. it doesn't have to be that way. It wasn't conducive for me to be like successful and gain confidence and do whatever. Yeah. But once I get outside of it, I'm like, yeah, we could do that different. Yeah. And I could do life different. And yes. I guess that's the point is that you don't have to be on this narrow, miserable lane. Like you can just choose to be happy if you're willing to, I guess, put in the work and just realize there's not just one way to get there. Well, it's like a continuum to everything. So let's say you put school on the continuum. Okay. For, for, let, you know, let's say there's a hundred kids for a hundred kids, this type of school over here on the far left is going to totally work for the one, two, three, four, five, this type of schooling over here on the way, right. will work for the one, two, three, five. And then all the shades of gray in between. Now you put the rest of the hundred kids and that'll all work for them. So it's kind of like, well, who, who's daring enough. I got air quotes going, right. Who's yeah. daring enough to make new schools in new ways to satisfy more kids because we have more and more kids being born into this world. I got to take Ritalin. I got to take the Adderall. I got to take da, da, da. Why? Because they're sitting in a box 24-7. And then they go home and then this, this phone is the box and this computer is the box. So like, it's like there, there's nothing, there, there's, you know what I mean? There's this shutdown thing going on. There's not an opening up of a world. There's a closing down of a world. So how do you change that? 
people come about. They get tired enough about looking at what is. They want something new, and they make it happen. And they don't, they don't, like, of course, along the way, you have some doubts, and you have some concerns, and you have overwhelming, and you have your frustrations. But that is coming and going. The overall feeling place around what they decided to do is I'm going to get that done. I can't wait for this to be, be what, what it is, right? And I, I'm putting everything I got into it. It's like when you work with people or you meet them and they're like, they have like whether, I don't know, what do you call it? It's a mental block or an emotional block. Like how do you get them from here to the goal if the goal is happiness? Yeah. So for me, I'm I, again, like I'm old school. So I want somebody to have an understanding of what the heck we're dealing with. Okay. So you, you, for me, I split it into two sections. You have physical human beings lives. Like everyone thinks this is what's really going on. Okay. But then you have actually what is going on, which is the vibrational aspect of our world. That to me needs to be understood for, by everybody. And so it works this way. And okay. so now people are like, what the fuck is yes. this dude talking totally. about? Totally. Welcome. But, but Welcome, I'm, everybody. Yes, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down, and you're going to understand. You're going to love it. Okay, here we go. This is a vibrationally-based universe. Like, that's science. That's physics, quantum physics, whatever. So it's like there's no denying that, and, and, and you can ride that home. Like, you could take that to the tilt. You're good. Okay. Vibrational being. So what does that mean? It means, like... This is made of energy and molecules and atoms and so on and so forth. So you, as a physical human being, you're also vibrationally based, okay? Which means you're a frequency, which is cuckoo, but totally true, okay? So vibrationally based universe. It's also an attraction based universe, which means like whatever you're emitting out there in the universe, whatever frequency that you're currently putting out into the world the universe is yielding that to you, answering you all day, every day. Okay. But here's the kicker. You got vibration. You got attraction. But the kicker is, what are my emotions for? The emotions are the interpretation of what you're vibrating out into the world. So if you want to know your frequency, you got to know how you're feeling. If you know how you're feeling, you will know what's coming to you. And eventually, you'll be so good at knowing what's coming to you that you'll want to tune into how you feel regularly so that you could keep yourself on a nice little roll of happiness. Now, will you never have contrast? Nope. Contrast is always going to exist. Always going to have to deal with it. Get used to it. Negative emotion will always be there. But remember, The emotions are your guidance. It's not to slap you in the face. It's not to punish you. It's not for judgment. It's not a right. It's not a wrong. But that concept is hard for people to wrap their heads around. But it's literally the only thing that's happening right now because you're creating off your point of attraction. So if you're somebody who's just a negative, miserable prick all the time, yes, it's probably like what? you'll get, or that's just like, that's how everything is. Per, you perceive everything and how you take everything in. If it's truly how you're feeling, cause words are one thing and, yeah, yeah. and a vibration is another, because we could be joking around and you could be saying, I'm a, I'm a total asshole and I did that, did that, but really you're considerate as all heck and you yeah. got a huge heart and da, 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 da. So your words are it. Yeah. It's how you're feeling. So if that person is truly negative and literally looks for the worst in people and feels that, 
and puts that out, absolutely. You can get slapped in the face all day long. And then they're going to, they're basically going to make themselves right about why the world's fucked up. So it's like the people, and we meet, again, I've met thousands of people doing this over the years. People who it's maybe they're, it's kind of like the victim mentality where I'm a really good person, but all these bad things happen to me and I only do good things for the world. Yes. I'm not saying shitty stuff doesn't happen to you. It's happened to you. It's happened to me. Totally. I go, but for me, like I don't dwell on that shit. Exactly. Because it doesn't fucking serve me. Exactly. Where maybe that person does. So everything is, you know, and again, I'm not trying to downplay your problems, anybody, but most of the time, like most problems are bullshit. Yeah. Like we can just move past. Yeah. Well, but see, but so that's where, that's where it gets tricky because you have to separate the two conversations because again, you can have the physical human being conversation of life sucks. It's so tough. Look look at what happened to me. And nobody's denying that. And no one's disrespecting that for sure. But you're asking how to get out of that. You're asking how to still live a good life. Well, you have to then separate yourself from the story. Why is that? Because when you tell the story, it feels this way, which is less than good. It feels uh, frustrating, uh, sad, depressing, um, uh, judgmental, uh, any, any sort of negative uh, emotional word, right? But on the other side of that, because you're living your life based on your point of attraction, right? If you don't dive into how you feel and attempt to feel better, you can't change your point of attraction. So literally, the universe keeps serving this stuff up for you, but you're not aware of it and you're not noticing it because either one, you don't know it, no one's ever explained it to you or helped you with it, or number two, you are unaware of what your emotions are telling you, what they're serving you for. I mean, it's going to trip a lot of people out. Like, Probably gonna piss up. Well, trust me. I, I'm I'm just like literally. This is the first like, time, Jeremy. Yeah. That like I'm literally on the, on this show. Like right now, I, this is my coming out party. I don't care anymore. Yeah. I'm just gonna be me, and I'm gonna speak what I know, and fuck it. Well, welcome to the team, bro. Appreciate it. It's I, actually pretty liberating. I don't know. Well, for me, and I'm, I feel bad for everybody. Like if you have to go to a job and like be this. I we we like the show Dexter. Yeah, you've seen it. Uh, I I have, but like one time. Okay, so like we even have a poster on the yeah. wall. He's a serial killer, but yeah. he only kills like bad people. And I share the story in here many times. My mom, um, and I'm old, so when DVDs were out, this season one, my mom sent it to me, and she's like, "Oh, this dude reminds me of you." <laughs> and I'm like, I watch Thanks, it. Mom. I watch. I go, he's a fucking serial killer. <laughs> she goes, well, not like killing people. She goes, but just when he goes to his job, he's like a blood pathologist or something. Mm-hmm. He's a completely different person. Mm-hmm. He just puts this mask on and fakes it. Mm-hmm. And my mom has seen me, obviously. My mom knows me. So I've been in every scenario where it's like, oh, this is like Dexter is here today. And I feel a lot of people do that when they go to their normal job and they have to fake it and pretend to be somebody they're not. They can't say the things they want to say. Yeah. And it's just like, that would be exhausting. Oh, and I have man. so many years that I've not lived in that. And it is, to your point, it is very freeing. And I don't know how I would live any other way. Because it's, again, I've done this for so long. And the world has changed in my direction, thank God, because my wife and I were talking yesterday. I said something, and it was like the worst grammar English like of all time. <laughs> we're, we're wrapping these kids, yeah, we're wrapping these kids' uh, adoptive families' Christmas presents. Um, and it was like, what did I say? I'm like, oh, you know, we're going to, we got to put his basketball in this and put this tissue paper on top. I'm like, this kid don't care. And she's like, that's not the way you talk. I go, Heather, 
every fucking person who's told me like I shouldn't swear, I should be more yeah, professional yeah, yeah, over yeah. the last fifteen fucking years. Yeah, I go, yeah, have yeah. none of them have done what I've done. So fuck that? these guys and what they're doing. I'm uh, go, yeah. it's worked for me. Yes. Um, so yes. now you're there. Yes. In that same place. Yes. Which is nice. Yeah. It's it, it is liberating. But so okay, so like even that put into context in our in our conversation right now, right? Uh, the ability to own an emotion and be okay with how you feel is one of the most liberating things. So like the, the, the ownership of I'm embarrassed, the ownership of I'm shameful, the ownership of, um, I'm sad, the ownership of I'm depressed. That is powerful place to be. You it's, it's, it's literally like one of the first things you should do in a place of feeling negative emotion. Own it and be okay with it. Make a friend with it. You don't want to fucking obviously bathe in it and fucking, you know, spend three weeks in it. And you know what I mean? You don't want to set up shop in it. But the ability to just be okay with saying, you know what? I'm sad and I'm I'm okay with it. I'm not going to justify it. I'm not going to excuse it. I'm not going to explain it to anybody. I'm just going to be, I'm going to be sad right now and I'm cool. But isn't that like, wouldn't it be terrible if you, I think it's like a Twilight Zone episode where the guy like he dies um, and he's a gambler and he gets to what he thinks is like heaven. And then every time he plays a hand, he wins. Everybody's his friend. Everybody likes him and he never, ever loses. And eventually as the episode goes on, he's like, what the fuck, dude? He's like, I thought heaven would be way different. And they're like, oh, like you think this is heaven. This is actually your hell because you'll mm. always win forever because there's no variance. Yeah. Because if, if every day is always rainbows and sunshine, every day is always a win. You don't appreciate anything. It just yes. becomes stale yes. essentially. Yes. But also, also the but people sometimes don't understand about bad things happening right is that's actually contrast which actually gives you clarification and allows you to focus now on what you really do want so if if it's like like right now i'm 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 um uh let's say uh, dealing with these people on this online apparel deal right yeah. and there's little things coming up in production and there's a little thing coming up with these samples and stuff like that and so i could easily just go you guys are incompetent. I got to find a new company, blah, 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 blah. And what do you think that's going to do? That's going to get me like five more of those before I find the one that I want to be with. Yeah. Or I could now go, wow, you know what I've identified? I've identified that I, I, I want to be with a company that really is sharp, super organized, like really good at what they do, is excited about the, what they want to do. They're infor- they can inform me about what I might be wanting to do. So, so it... Right away, it gives you that clarity, right? But the thing about it is, which one are you focusing on? The shit that happened bad that you were deeming bad or the stuff you now are aware of about your process so you can get on with it and actually have the things you want? But I think a lot of people will do that where it's, and this is me, I'm not perfect. If something like that is going on, I'm like, well, if I can't change it or fix it, why am I going to sit and bitch and whine and complain about it? I just need a solution. I'm not in the dwelling on problems business. I'm like, I need to move forward and find something that's going to work better. Yeah. But a lot of people just, well, if I just sit and bitch about it, I'm like, that doesn't do anything. Nothing. But that's what you do because you don't realize because you're not aware of what your emotions are telling you, right? So then you go to a party and you talk about it with your friends. And then you get on the phone and you talk about it with your friends. And then you tell your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend and you talk about it. And all of a sudden... It's just, you're just in your loop and that's it. It can't go anywhere. It's like, well, and I give this example. It's like the old, old guy's banter. Like I'm from the Midwest. (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, I remember, God, I was at my old man's place, and like he's outside. It's like him, his buddy, like my uncle Mike, and they're all like in their sixties, and it's how they communicate. Like mm-hmm. it's it's their system, and I don't think they mind it, mm-hmm. but it's just like oh, the fucking taxes and the government and the weather and everything. And everything is negative, but it's like that's what they do. And I think they like it in this weird, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it just becomes their thing, but it's never like an optimistic conversation. Yeah. But there's, there. it's super interesting. So like once you start like committing to your emotions and like your emotional sensitivity, you really start to like tune into how am I feeling? Sit in a conversation one time, okay? And either listen or, or join in it for a sake of a, of a experiment, okay? This old man banter that you're talking about, right? Is a perfect example. You know that that statement of what, what is it? Misery loves company. Yeah. Okay. So sit in misery loves company and keep talking about it, and you'll feel momentum start to build up, and you'll think it's feeding you power, but that vibration, that emotion that you're feeling, it's not powerful. It's not a good feeling emotion, but. Because of where maybe you started, you think that's making you feel better because now four people are agreeing with you in the banter. That's one conversation. Remove yourself from that conversation. And now have a conversation with some friends where you're actually literally talking about things you love about your life. That's the split of the energy. Like that's one place and this is another place. And they are completely different. But you think if you're not emotionally sensitive, if you're not up on how you're feeling when you're going about your day, you think this brings you power. It doesn't. And people just get in a cycle, essentially, of that. It's or it. It's a all circle, patterns, a right? A circle of friends that we always say, like, you can't change the people around you, but you can change the people around you. Yes. And if you're always with those people and that's always what you do, it's like you'll never get out of it, really. Yeah. It's like an echo chamber. You're just saying things to... You don't really want to be happy. You just want to be like you wrote it to me the other day. And I find this a lot. Like people don't want to be happy. They just want to be right. And those are two different things. Huge. People think they're happy because they were right. Because they're right about an argument. And it's like, dude, so that means you have to win all your arguments or you can't be happy? That means you have to be right? Well, let's let's say, let's talk about vibe. So here we go into physical human being conversation and vibrational conversation. Do you think in the vibration or an energy world, right or wrong exists? No. Vibration doesn't have a freaking conscious of right, wrong. It's, a, it's an energy. It's a feeling place. Right or wrong in the physical world is a huge issue because everybody is fighting to be right. And if they're wrong, they're not good people or they can't survive or they're laughed at or they're kicked out. It's like your right and your wrongness is whatever you make it. It doesn't matter. Now, are we talking about raping people? No, dude. Come on. Like, let's let's not go crazy with this now. But it's like uh, the example I always think is if it's like politics, this is right versus left, or like I'm from there. You go. I'm from Minnesota. The Vikings or the Packers. There you go. Like you. And again, it's weird because we argue about these things. Like, but when is that? When have you ever really changed someone's mind? I'm sure it's fucking happened, but I'm not gonna sit here across from some guy who we have a Packers fans here. I got a guy who still got season tickets. I can tell him how great the Vikings are all day. And he'd be like, I don't give a shit, bro. I'm exactly. a Packers fan. And there's nothing I'm going to do and, and vice versa. Sure. Are they a better franchise? Yeah, I'm not fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, they've had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. It's yeah, bullshit. Totally, totally. I go, but I'll never root for them. Yeah. They'll never be my team. Yeah. Yet, 
we're going to sit and argue about, like, who's LeBron or Michael. Yeah. It doesn't, like, we can have an opinion. It doesn't fucking matter. No. But people will die on those things. And they, well, I won the argument. I'm right. But is that, were you really chasing that? Yeah. You die, on, you die on religion all, all day, every day. It's like oh, from, yeah. from, the, from, the, from the, 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 the minute we became human beings, yeah. people have been dying over religion. Like that something's right. It's like the root of all religion is supposed to be love. That's supposed to be the root of all religion. Well, why do you think that exists? Because the root of our life, vibrational root of our life is literally love. The only thing that truly does exist frequency-wise is love. That sounds corny, but it's actually true. Why is that true? Because the reason why you can feel all the different emotions you feel is because you step away from the frequency of love for the amount of time you chose to. Now, you could still step away from love and go ecstasy, and you could step away from love and go excitement, satisfaction. Like, it's not you step away from love and now you're negative. That's yeah. not how it works either. But... The reason why you're able to feel the difference is that because the root of our, of our universe is a steady stream of well-being. It's not what you're seeing on the streets on a daily basis, but people feel like that's the truth. Uh, the example I always give is if you're on Twitter and you read Twitter for like 10 minutes. Oh, my God. You'd think... you cheat yourself. Yeah, well, you think everybody fucking hates each other oh my God. and we're all going to die. But then I walk into Safeway and no one's talking shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's super it plays with your mind yeah man. i'm like well this to, and i'm like i walk around the scottsdale quarter i'm like everybody here seems pretty chill dude like no one's talking shit like no one wants to punch me right but yet again if you live in those ecosystems or echo chambers like yes you're gonna get what you get essentially which i don't know man it's it's weird to see i guess when i what i think about the per, the people who like that becomes their thing mm -hmm. like they're Again, I've been on social media for years. It's how we built this business. I'm mm -hmm. very, I hate it, but in mm -hmm. the same sentence, I'm the most grateful person for it of all time. Sure. Because I'd probably be homeless without it. Um, so <laughs> thanks, everybody. But when I look at it, there's people who just want to like be negative, especially on the bigger platforms. I always use like men's health. Like I, if you don't have thick skin and you get on the men's health platform with no clothes on, mm. it'll crush your fucking soul. Wow. Now, by the time I'm on there, I'm already old and I grew up with some savages. So uh -huh. like when, and you're a dude, like, you know how this is when you're a young dude and you're, you're close to your friends, the fucking meaner you are to them, the more you like love them really. And so we would say like the most horrific <laughs> shit to each other, dude, <laughs> like all the time, like, oh, but that's how you just kind of grow up. Yeah. And so by the time I'm on these platforms, people are like, you suck shit, you're stupid, you're ugly, all these things. That's, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. But that's, there's people who are willing to just do that all day online, or there's people who I always have to be right. Yeah. Whether it's on the internet or in person, you all have a friend like that. Yeah. They have to argue everything. They're actually, and then they give you their bullshit yes. statement. Yes. What, what is that? Like that has become their, like they're chasing something or they're just trying yeah. to, if I'm always right, I'm winning, I'm happy, yeah. but are you really though? Yeah. I mean, like all those things for me, I just put in the bucket of misunderstanding. It's again, like somebody fighting for their power and they, ha they feel like, you know, the way they were taught friends, family, society, what they've observed in their life, they internalize that as, oh man, I better try for my piece of the pie. And my only way for the piece of the pie is to have power. And I'm going to say right now, I'm going to label power is my rightness or self-righteous, whatever you want to call it, right? So then there they go. That's their belief system that they've cultured, that they've sued, and they've rubbed on, and they've shaped, and they've molded throughout their life. So guess what? That is now working for them. 
Okay. Inside that belief system, how good do you feel on a day-to-day basis? That's going to let you know whether your beliefs right now are serving you or not. Period. Point blank. How do you feel on a day-to-day basis? What are the thoughts and the beliefs you have? Boom. You're done. If you don't like the way you feel, you might want to think about how you believe. What are you thinking about and what are you believing? But people have to actually take the step and be like, why? Again, like I do this because I'm older now and not as dumb as it used to be. Like, why do I say the things I say? And like, why do I want to do the things I want to do? Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to like step back and audit that where I think sometimes people just, well, I'm just going to argue. But, but why are why do you always have to be right? Yeah. Like, and you can't be anyway. Yeah. First of all. Like, yeah. Because it, it doesn't exist. No. In the, in, the, in the universe world, in the universe language, it does not exist. And people are going to be up in arms. Like a lot of people listening to this are going to be like, this guy is so full of shit. I'm literally going to stop listening to this right now. Yeah. But I'm sorry to say it doesn't exist. You create your world based off your beliefs and your feeling place on those beliefs, your attachment to those beliefs. That's it. Because like I said, or like you said earlier, People are creating all sorts of ways to make money in this lifetime now. Why? Because they believe they can do it. And that's it. And they're, and they're, and they're, and they're not believing that it's not going to work. They believe it's going to work for them. Well, again, like for everybody, and I don't think it sounds crazy, and if it makes people salty, it's just it's the reality of you believe what you believe because you think it's right. Mm-hmm. You don't have wrong beliefs in your head. Otherwise, yeah. you wouldn't fucking believe them. Yeah. Like, in it, I don't know what is right or what's wrong, but like in, in my brain, I believe certain things. And like, so that's kind of the, my guiding principles. Yes. And everybody has something else. Yes. But sometimes we, I don't know, I guess people don't self-question enough. Yeah. Like to me, I'm like, why am I, and I say this here, like, I love what I do. Like for the most part, like, yeah, 10% of it sucks, but yeah. that's running a business and that's the world we live in. But I'll just be like, why? And even on the days where I love it, sometimes I'll just be I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this today? Mm. Like, do I need to be doing this? And sometimes mm. the answer is yes. And sometimes the answer is no, mm. but at least I'll ask it. Or do I have to do it at the scale and mm. the scope of what I'm doing? And what am I really trying to accomplish? Am I trying to be like the most famous like fitness person ever? Am I trying to be the most helpful person ever? Am I trying mm. to be the richest asshole of all time? Like who knows? Mm. Maybe a little bit, all of it, but what, what's driving it? Yeah. But those are self-reflective, self-contemplative questions that you're asking yourself. Yeah. And when you check in on it, I guarantee there's an emotion behind it that you're feeling. Now, you might not be checking into the emotion as much, but I guarantee it's driving you. Because if you ask that question and then it felt like shit, you'd change. You'd do something different. Well, yeah, I won't. Well, at this point, I'm... Because my, my time is the most important thing to me. Yes. So if we have people like, hey, we're going to go meet so-and-so, I'm like, I don't want to do that. Because I don't want to talk about the shit that they're going to talk about. And I don't want to just fake it and listen to it. So there you I'm going to make up an excuse. There you go. And what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. No. Why? Because you made a decision about how you wanted to feel. And as you played out the scenarios in your head, that one felt better at the time. And so you went with that one. Good for you. What's why, I, like, if I watch, if I, to me, though, it's all feelings, right? Like, I'm a basic dude. Like, yeah. if I'm thirsty, I want to drink something. If I'm cold, sure. I want to be hot. Yeah. Like, yeah. I re- the human needs, right? I the re- basic human needs. The six. There's yeah. six, I guess. Yeah. That's literally how I think about almost, like, I'm a gorilla, dude. Like, yeah. I am so primitive. But I won't watch things on TV if I think it's going to make me feel bad. 
And my wife's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you're watching, and she doesn't anymore, but you should watch like Dateline. And I'm like, why are you, like, all these women watch Dateline. I go, not everyone, I'm generalizing. Yeah. But they watch Dateline, I'm like, it's some lady who gets like raped and like yeah. the shit beat out of her. I go, why the fuck are Would we you want to watch that? Oh my yeah. God, it's the worst. Couldn't agree with you more. And now if you understand your point of attraction is creating your day-to-day, your future, you think twice about what it is you're watching or you tune into how do I choose to feel while I'm watching it? Because like, for example, like I don't watch uh, uh, scary movies because I can't get myself into the entertainment part of it. I can't watch it and go, this is super funny or that. I literally get lost into like, oh no, what if that dude was behind me right now? Did yeah, I be yeah. freaking out? You know what I mean? So cool. If that's my point of attraction while I'm, while I'm watching that, I might not, I might want to go do something different. It's weird. Cause like now as I'm aware of most things, I'll watch like my wife will be like, look at this dog video. And it's like, oh, fuck dude. <laughs> but it's like one of those sad ass ones where the dog was like oh, beat to no. shit. And then like, Oh, but yeah, they, they made it come back. To, I go, just scrub it to the end. Yes, To where the dog's you. happy. I don't, and I'm I not that, I don't want to ignore that it happens. Sure. Uh, but I'm fucking aware. Sure. I just don't want to see that shit. I couldn't agree with you more. It's those commercials they show like, oh, donate to a pet. And it's the sad ass music and it's the pet. I'm like. Couldn't agree with you more. I, that won't ruin my day. Well, I mean, like, and, and the, we don't need to get this political, obviously, but why not? You know, I'm just sitting here, we're talking about it, right? So like yeah. activism. Right. Like, so you're going to go and stand on a mountain and scream for yourself and or your party. Right. But what is the behind your voice? What is the feeling place behind your voice? You better give me this fucking now or else. Um, I can't believe this is happening. You're or is it from a place of like, like, hey, you know what? I understand this is how things have gone for a certain amount of time but this is how I really want things to be. And I really can see this about the way, way, the way I want life to be and the way I think we can, we can get along as people, blah, 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 blah. That is the thing that makes change. This activism where you run through a wall and you, you break things and you, and you shoot people, whatever, like that just keeps it working that way. Yeah. You have to literally step out of that system into a new one to create something different. But people are just kind of stuck in a loop. Same hamster wheel. Hamster wheel. Because they don't understand this is a vibrationally based universe. It's not working off your physical actions. It's working off the inspiration of why you chose the action. The action should be the, the easiest thing in the world. If you're really truly lined up, if you were inspired from a place of I can't not do that. I can't wait to do it. I can't not do it. That fucking action is going to happen and it's going to come to you so quickly and it's going to be a smooth ride and you're going to love it. But if it's from forced and you better do what I want you to do or else, that shit is going to be a grind and you're probably going to break some bones along the way. Well, it's how I guess we describe like fitness. Like if you hate it and you dread it and you don't want to be here the odds of you being successful long-term are about zero. Right. What is it like? It's like in the first four to eight weeks, you'll drop out. Uh, well, I, uh, this, I did this podcast this morning. and I think he said, was it 90 some percent of New Year's resolutions? Oh, God. By, by like January 17th? Yeah. yeah. 17 days. Yeah. I go, but if what you are looking towards seems dreadful and you hate it, and you don't like it, I wouldn't want to do it either. But if you look into like, well, 
you know, I'm motivated. I'm around a good community of people. This is actually helping me. It's an investment, not an expense. If you frame it that way in your mind. Yes. And you don't hate every second of it. Yes. You're more likely being successful. Yes. And so you tuned into how you felt. When you framed those two pictures, which one felt better? Go with the one that felt better and think about the things you're, the, the things you're saying, the thoughts you're producing in that better feeling place and more will come and more will come and it'll get better and it'll get easier and it'll be more fun and you'll have more satisfaction along the way. Like how, how big of a piece do you think like language is? Like when people talk to themselves, like does it matter? Super interesting. So I'm super self-critical. Okay. Like it's something that I've been working on for quite some time. And actually I feel like in the last couple of weeks, I've finally made some better breakthroughs with that. So when I choose certain language, I feel the hit from that, right? Words are powerful in the way of like, what have you been practicing behind those words? You know, it's like, how long have you been using them and what have you been meaning with them when you say them? A word doesn't mean anything unless you put the meaning to it. Right. And so it's kind of like for, it, it, it can go both ways, you know, but I think language is hugely powerful in the way that people react to language. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, like if you're if you're saying it and you believe it or you're saying it and it's just kind of. Yes. Like a bullshit. Like when I yes. say like I'm an idiot. Uh, you don't believe that. No, not yeah. like in the well, if I compare it in like in a oh, here's how I frame it for people, because if I put it in the academic context to like your sister. Mm-hmm. who's a fucking rocket scientist. Yeah, I'm a dummy, bro. Because yeah. I can't pass half the school that she could pass. I yeah. just don't have that. Yeah. But in this life, yeah. a smoker. Mm-hmm. But this is my world. Yeah. I created this world. And so in this, I'm a genius. Cause, yeah, because it's my own shit. Yep. I go, so, and that's how I think about it. So when I say it, you know, people will message me like, oh, you shouldn't say that. You'll feel bad about yourself. I'm like, no, I won't. Yeah. I'm a narcissist. I yeah. feel fucking great about myself. I'll, yeah. I'll be fine. Yeah. I go, but it, when, if I really believed it, like, which I want, and I've told this story in here before, like when I grew up, I never saw anybody doing the things that like mm. I'm doing now. So I was like, how the fuck am I ever going to mm. make $50,000 in a year? Mm. And how would I ever save $30,000 for a house? Mm-hmm. That seems fucking crazy to mm-hmm. me. And I believed that because mm-hmm. I grew up in a household where I was like, well, you're going to go to school and then you'll get a car and you'll be in debt for it. You'll get a house. You'll be in debt for that. You'll work a job you fucking hate and basically you'll be dead. Yeah. Because that was my old man's belief system for probably 55 years of his life. Yeah. Now it's different for him, which is awesome, but that's what I thought. So yeah. I would say those things and I'm like, I just thought that was my reality. Yeah. Until I could see other people. I'm like, oh, well shit, I'm not a dummy. I'm just a dummy in school. I go, but in this life I'm actually smart. And now I see these guys crushing it and not, they might be better than me. I'm like, but I can work super hard and I can get to where they're at. Yeah. yeah. But it's a belief system. Yeah. It's a belief. And, and that's the thing. It's like, it's that whole thing of the way in our society, like everything is a competition, everything is a comparison and everything is a measurement. That is a very tough thing to um, unattach from when that's been your grind for as long as it's been your grind. So for example, I'm in baseball for the 17 years, right? And I'm in the big leagues and my identity is attached now to am I in the big leagues or not? So I remove myself from the baseball world, right? From even when this identity. Even when you're in it, it's attached to stats. Totally. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the business part of it, the, yeah, the immediate, um, what is it? The, the, yeah, you like, you have to please everybody. Imme- the, what is it? Gratification, immediate gratification, whatever. Yeah. So, but you're, you're, you're in this story, 
in your brain, it's a story. It is a story. It's nothing else. You just made it up, okay? That this is how the world works. And then you step away from that and you, just like you said, you ask yourself these questions, right? And you're like, wow, is this something I really want to do? How do I really feel inside of this? Do I really believe this anymore? Does this really make me feel good anymore? These kind of things. Yeah. Why did it make me feel good in the first place? Why does it not make me feel good now? You're, you're asking these questions and all of a sudden you go, oh, wow. There are definite beliefs that I have that no longer are serving me. Because if you're worried about whether um, you're better than somebody, sorry, buddy, you're never going to be better than everybody. It's not, doesn't work. The world does not work that way. You're not going to play basketball better than probably what? 40% of the world, 30%. Yeah. Okay. So are you going to like totally rid yourself of happiness? Because when you look at basketball and you go outside and play it, you know, you're not better than Jordan. Or can you still go to the playground and enjoy it? Because you like the feel of the ball. You like hearing it bounce. You like seeing it go in the hoop. You like dunking. You like giving good passes. You like camaraderie. You like the high fives. You see what I'm saying? But I, th I think in that, it's easier for people because it, it seems maybe so extreme, right? Like, and I always say, like, were you good at basketball? I'm like, I guess. I'm like, but then you start to play with the dudes that are on a different level. It's kind of like golf. Like everybody can like kind of play basketball. Like you can get a ball, you can dribble, mm -hmm. but you suck. Mm -hmm. And then you see the dudes who are in the league and you're like, oh yeah, dude, this is different. And same thing with golf. Like, oh, I'm pretty good at golf. No, no, no. You yep. suck. Yep. Tiger's fucking good at golf. Yeah. Phil's good at golf. You are fucking terrible. <laughs> I go, but you still enjoy it. Yes. Yet some, for some reason in your career life, that can't be enough. It's like, well, even if I enjoy it, I'm not successful enough. It's not, I'm not making enough money. You name it. It's, it's for, for me, when I talk to people, somehow I don't think they attach the two the same. Yes, but they are the same. Yeah. They're the exact same thing. But like, what, it's, what, one's a hobby and then one's my career. This is more serious. This one's not. I'm like, but they're. But that's what you, that's word right there. This whole serious thing, right? Yeah. So you're like, you're starting a company, right? And it's like, there's eight people and then. Two years later, there's 500 people in your company, but the thing's running on fumes. It's going off the rail. And in another two years, you won't even be there. Okay. But what happened? You felt you had to be the first at this, the best at that. Where, where did those thoughts come from? Were those your soulful thoughts? Or is that something you learned along the way about how you're supposed to run a business? Because that's really all you need to do as an individual is decipher what do I want and what feels the best for me when I go about my daily life. If you do that, you'll be highly successful in this way. See, because here's another thing. What's, what's your definition what's of success? success? Yeah. What's your definition of achievement? All that bullshit, right? In my opinion, the definition of success is your ability to wake up and find happiness throughout your day. Well, because if you're not happy, what the fuck are we What doing? is it worth? What yeah. is it worth? You got all these dudes on Wall Street. Da, 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 da. They're like, they're literally like taking themselves out one by one. Well, it's weird. I think, what is the, maybe Gary Vee threw it out there, or maybe even somebody before that was like, would you rather be happy in your Honda or like cry in your Ferrari? You know, and people say, you'll hear, maybe probably everybody, but younger kids, mm -hmm. well, I'd rather have the Ferrari. I go, no, no, you're confused because you don't understand that's you're miserable there. Yeah. 
in there. And that's for me, like everybody's had, you know, been sad or, or probably like some version of being depressed and had their peace taken from them or whatever. Yes. That sucks, bro. Yes. There is no, and I, I use like, you know, in my adult life, it's been way better than like my younger life. So I don't, I'm not going to sit here and bitch about it, but like COVID was not fun. No, nope. I fucking sat here all day for like 10, 12, 13 hours a day. And I told my wife, like, I'm going to win COVID. <laughs> like whatever the fuck that meant to me. Like I was going to like, <laughs> it was like, cause like, first of all, everything's a competition. So yeah. like, I'm always competing. <laughs> and I just said that I go, I'm not going to, you know, lose money. I'm not going to go out of business. I'm just going to fucking crush everything. Yeah. So I would sit here and just create content. And I had this way more free time and I'm making all this money and all these things. And I'm like, I was fucking miserable. Yeah. Like I would go home and in her too, like we would be laying down to go to sleep at like six 45 <laughs> in the summertime, <laughs> the fucking neighborhood kids are playing. And I want to be like, why are these kids being so loud? And I'm like, Oh, it's six 40 PM. Oh wow. Because you're just, I don't want to say like so sad, but there was nothing to look forward to. Mm. And I'm like, if I just go to sleep, maybe the next day this shit will be over. Wow. And I'm like, but I'm making money. I'm safe. I have all these things. I go, but it's not fulfilling to me. Yes. And that's what I would tell people. I go, if, and I, and I always would say to her, I go, and I, and I felt this too. Like I have an obligation to come here and do these podcasts and like make these videos that we started this Sunday Metcon series on Instagram because these guys are stuck at home. They don't have equipment. They don't mm -hmm. have anything. I go and look at us. We're two people. Mm -hmm. We make fucking money. We have no bills. We have no kids. We mm -hmm. live in Scottsdale. We fucking won. Mm -hmm. And yet we're not happy. So mm -hmm. what do you think the fucking guy in Oklahoma is feeling yeah. that his life is falling apart? Yeah. And, but again, even with that, like that was the only thing where I felt like this sense of purpose, I could help people, but I felt though I had to do that. Cause if yeah. I didn't, I'm like, what a selfish fucking prick I'd be. Yeah. And I wasn't given all these gifts just to like sit at home and make money and feel bad for myself. Sure. I mean, it's the whole, it's the whole deal of like, it's like, what do you want for your society? What do you want for your humankind? Like wh what decisions do you want to make as an individual about how you're going to like uh, be a part of society and, 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 and co communicate and cooperate and so on and so forth. It's like, well, you just made a decision. Like, well, I'm, I'm just going to assist people that might not have the access to certain things that I feel like could afford them an opportunity to be a little bit happier. Yeah. To either today, for two months, for two years, however long they decide to be a, a part of it. Well, it's kind of like for me too. Like, why did I, I mean, I reached out to you when you, you, you put that Instagram post up about happiness. It's like, oh man, perfect opportunity, man. I'm going to, I, I want to text Jeremy and be like, Hey, let's talk about happiness. Let's talk about how could you create happiness in your life? Because a lot of people are really stunned on that. Like the, it, it, it eludes them constantly. And the, the, one of the one of the things like I really wanted to discuss is like people don't understand like happiness is not a a, um, a steady state constant in your life. You're not a bad person if you don't feel good time to time. It's just like what do you want for your life? If you don't like feeling bad more than good, cool. You can absolutely do something about it. You have control of that. You can choose happiness. How do you start to choose happiness? You make a decision and then you start understanding about it. Like you want to be a student of the game. The people that are most successful in their industries, in my opinion, I'll just share the athletes. Those guys are students or women are students of their craft. Most successful most happy, 
love the grind. We call it the grind, but that's not a grind for them, okay? They're true students, so why not be a student of happiness? Why not figure out every day what makes you the most happy? Why can't you do that? You could do that for a little part of every day. Well, and I think it, for a lot of people, it's right in front of you. Like Always it's, is. So, and the example I give is I've been doing this for a long time. I get to meet a lot of people. And maybe because you get this weird secondary education here because I get to hear all these stories because mm-hmm. I'm like in the circle, but I'm not in the mm-hmm. circle. I'm not their brother, sister. I'm not the close friend. So they can tell me things that I don't think they would tell family members at times, which mm-hmm. is really strange. Mm-hmm. So I work with people here. You know, sometimes they might be you know, ridiculously successful financially Mm -hmm. and they have Mm -hmm. all the stuff, but they're not happy. And whether that's because they're too busy, there's too much stress, whatever, their mind is too cluttered. They just can't find that. And I identified that early on. Well, I'm like, I don't want to do that Mm. because I know myself. Okay. If I take on this, this is too much. This Mm -hmm. is my bandwidth is, and you have to, I guess maybe at some point for people find where that is. Mm -hmm. Like you don't know how, you know, deeper waters you can go into until you maybe almost drowned. Like that's kind of how like it's fitness is that way. Like I'm willing to f- damn near fucking die here. Cause I've been pretty <laughs> fucking close, you know? So I know, but I, but then I'll see a buddy do something else. I'm like, okay, I can go here, but he can go here. Either he has a genetic gift or something, or he's just, yeah. I can't do that. And maybe cause I equate everything to fitness. I look at that in business though. And I look at that in my personal life. I'm like, I ain't built to have five kids, bro. Yeah. My best friend's got four. Yeah. I'm like, I can, that's too much for me. Yeah. I'm a dummy. I can't like that would wear me out. <laughs> and I'm like, but I also know I'm not meant to build a business that manages 20 people. That's not my thing. Mm. And I need to make a certain amount of money, but at some point for me, it just becomes like, well, what does it even matter? Yeah. Cause there's, a tipping point where the stress for the money yeah. will steal my happiness. And yeah. I've seen that. So for a lot of people, you can see it in other people mm-hmm. and you can see like what they are doing and the people you are doing. And you can see the people who are the happiest. And a lot of times those traits are real similar. Yeah, for sure. The, but the, the other thing too, is like you were, we're talking about our world and, and most of our world is lived on social media these days. Right. And, well, that could, I had this conversation the other day with people where when you watch kids now, yeah, how they're, the filters become their makeup. Yeah, wow. How they look yeah. on Instagram oh, or man. TikTok is more important than how they look in real life. Yeah. And I don't know, to, obviously we didn't grow up with it. So sure. to me, it's completely fucking weird. Yeah. And I was... I, my self-confidence came from something that was not this. Mm. And I've went through the evolution of like, I was an athlete and this is what I do. And that's where my whole world was. And then college is over and I'm applying for a job at fucking enterprise and nobody cares. <laughs> I played sports <laughs> yeah. and it's like, bro, you're, you need to find something else real quick. Cause like the juice you felt ain't never coming back. And that's for a lot of people who are athletes. That's a tough fucking spot to be in, man, because your whole world was that. Yeah. And then now that's done. Yeah. And then as you kind of move on, this becomes that life. So when I, when Instagram and these things and Facebook come about, I already have my identity of who I am. And now a lot of it's wrapped up in fitness and my body and that stuff, but I don't get this gratification from it. And the point I'm driving at is these guys do, and, but it's real to them. And the question I always ask people, I go, well, what am I more real in? Because more people know me from talking on here and seeing me on Instagram that will ever meet me in real life. Yeah. So is that 
now yeah. more real than this shit is. Well, in their minds, that is because that's all they see. And that that's the trick of the human experience. Your brain is playing trick. You're, you know, ghetto boys, your mind is playing tricks, tricks on, on you. you. It's, it's true. Great fucking song. Totally great. Yeah. But it's absolutely true right so you're you're growing up and most of everybody's world is built off of social media yes. right but here's the trick of the whole thing like i hope everybody listening agree well not not agrees with but you you just think about it for two seconds yeah you never ever can feel what another human being is feeling especially when you're on social media so I don't care what stories you're watching because I don't know how many times I, I, I read stories and I, I really, I, I do my best to not get on any social media anymore, okay? But I know when I've looked at social media, some people who are my friends, and I'm like, wow, they look so happy. Like, look at how successful they're becoming and da, 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 da. And then I actually talk to them for real or talk to a friend who knows the friend. It's not even close. And I'm like, man, it gets me every time. I get tricked every time. Please stop watching social media to find your truths. It doesn't exist well, it's on bullshit. social media. It's bullshit. Yes. It's so bullshit. Even the people that get on there and start crying for you because they want to show you a real emotion. Why are you getting on there and like to show that you're vulnerable? What, what does that mean? What does that mean? If you're vulnerable, you're setting yourself up for attack. Why, why would you want to sit in vulnerability? It's, it's, there's a difference between vulnerable and ownership of an emotion. Vulnerability is like trying to get along with everybody to be like, hey, look, I'm feeling sad today, so I'm going to show. Ownership of emotion is, is totally different. Ownership of emotion is like, I'm so happy that I'm in this body feeling sad right now because look at these tears that are coming down. Look at the, the, like, I can feel water coming out of my eye. Like, that is ownership of something. That is like, I'm so blessed to be in this physical body feeling this way right now. Now, do I want to feel this way all the time or much longer than I'm feeling it right now? No, I really don't. So after I do this ownership thing, I'm going to start doing something about it. But this whole facade of like, Look at me. I can feel sad for everybody out there in the world. I'm I'm not buying it, and I I think it's a I think it's a joke. Well, it's like a it's a game, right? Yeah. Like, and I'm not. If you guys cry all day on Instagram, awesome. Yeah, um, sorry, man. You're I'm not gonna catch me blowing up for that. One. You're not gonna catch me doing that <laughs> shit. Um, there's certain things like, but I share. I only share what I want to share on there. Yeah, and it's curated though. Yeah, my and I the example I give like I don't know where we were. I don't think it was Greece. It was probably like somewhere even like not as attractive, but we were, I remember like Heather and I were somewhere years ago and we're going to take this picture and she was, what was she talking shit about? I was wearing like a tank top and she used to hate when I wore tank tops cause I'm like all shredded and then people would stare at me and I used to think it was cool <laughs> I, when, I, when I was young. Like I used to think it was cool and now yeah. I fucking hate it. So yeah. I wear like hoodies and long sleeves cause I'm like, I just don't want, yeah. cause again, I'm playing to the narrative. Like I'm just there this dumbass meathead wearing a fucking sure, tank top. Sure, sure. But when you're a young dude, I'm like, that's where you drive your confidence from. Yeah. And I remember I always just get, I don't fight with her on much, but when she tries to pick out my clothes and shit, I'll fucking die in that hill all day, dude. Because I could never pick out her clothes because it's bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I remember we're just arguing and I just 
just wanted to just fucking lose it. And, but we're by this thing. God, where were we? It was like a landmark and we had to take a picture. So then we take the picture that lives on Instagram. We're super happy. I'm like, but you didn't know that she wouldn't have punched me in my face, you know, 10 seconds before that. But that's what the world sees. Yeah. It's the same thing here. Like we work with all these clothing companies and it's great. I don't really exercise in the sunshine with little shorts on. That's totally. not what the fuck I do. Totally. I work out in this stuff. Yes. But people won't stop and scroll and click and won't find us. So we play the game. Yeah. But that's not, it's reality in one sense, but it's not yeah. in a whole nother one. Totally. And that, that's see that, that right there is like your individual personal decision. Do I want to play the game or not? And some people do and it's okay. And yeah. some people don't, and they're still okay. It's like, there is no one way of doing anything in this world. I like, I know some people that are super highly successful and achieving beings super underground because that's what they like. They're okay with that. I'm still in the battle of, do I want to be rich and famous or do I want to be rich and unknown? I don't, I don't really know that answer yet. I would take the just rich yeah, uh, because mine went like the other way. Like more people would know me before I even made a dollar. So yeah. that sucks. Yeah. Uh, and I, I always equate this to like, what is rich, right? Um, like the last dance, like you watch Jordan. And yeah. This is before social media. He is in, is it their dream team? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're in Barcelona. He can't leave the hotel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he's fucking Elvis, dude. Yeah, yeah. He is the Beatles. And yeah. I watched that, and that's when I really realized. Now I'm, I'm a kid when the Bulls are, sure. like, and that was like my whole world. Like, I'm the sure. biggest Jordan fan of all time. What a sad, like, lonely existence he would have had because he can't go anywhere yeah. and do anything. Now he gets all of the accolades, but that would be tough. Totally. To me, I'm like, I'd rather just, especially when it's at that level. Yeah. Like people know you because you can't go and even for us too. like we are by no means like super famous. But my wife and I have been a lot of places where we're like at the lake at fucking fucking Payson. And some guys like, hey, were you and your wife there? Whatever. And like she was probably talking shit to me or I was like vice versa. And now I'm like, hey, dude, like when we go places like we can't like be our normal <laughs> like because like we'll say like yeah. vicious shit to each other. Yeah. But it's just like that's just our banter. Yeah. But if somebody doesn't understand when she's like. Jeremy, you're a lazy ass or whatever. I'm like, or if I'm saying even worse things to her, right? it's just, it doesn't work. So that part would be. That's super interesting. I get why people don't want to do it. Yeah. For And, they, and this is the way that, so I can rationalize it. Well, if I don't do it, I'm wasting a gift. Yeah. Like, why was I given this body and this brain and I can at least articulate some things with yeah. intelligence. And if I don't share that with people. Yeah. Then. Other people are going to do it who probably suck and are snake oil salesmen and they're going to sell people the wrong shit where I know if I can attract them into our circle, we can give them things that will actually make them Assist better. Them. Yeah. So that's the only reason. Otherwise, it's utterly ridiculous like yeah. what we do yeah. on the internet. Totally. Yeah. I, I have that, that those thoughts go in my head all the time of like that balance between like wanting to put some information out there but not wanting to, not wanting to be seen by people who want to question you and and hate on you and so on and so forth but it's like i guess you really just don't if you if you if you really want to have freedom in this life you you really got to do an inside job and just be okay with paying attention minding your own business paying attention to what you want to do what floats your boat and you got to shut out everybody else well, I mean, so we call it on social specifically like posting and ghosting. 
Mm-hmm. I just post and I kind of run yes. away. And you don't go to it. Yeah. Till I come back. And now like to the point like where it used to be comical when I was younger because sometimes it would be great just to read the comments. Now we just block it and, yeah. not, and don't deal with it. But yeah. you, at the end of the day, I always tell people like if what you're doing is you feel you're doing way more good than harm, yeah. then you got to be cool with that. Totally. And that's all it really is. Like I don't think I'm giving people a complex that they have to do you know, this stuff a certain way, I try to really frame it in the right way. And if you like it, cool. And if you think it sucks and like, but again, you're also choosing to follow things and watch things. And if, and if you're, it's the way I think about watching the news, like why the fuck would you do that if it doesn't make you feel good? Totally. Well, Jeremy, you have to be educated. Well, if you really believe that's education, then that's a different conversation, which I don't. So I will go to other sources that not agree with my opinion, but things that I really think are like kind of unbiased information where then I can process it. Sure. But I don't do want to look at things or follow people that make me feel like yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, for me, it's a, it's about, I want to educate myself on the things that light me up. So like right now I'm like uh, consulting for a, a, you know, a couple of pitchers that are attempting to do some amazing things in the sport. And so I get geeked out about that. And so I go research. Okay. So how do I make, this guy better in this realm. And it's like, oh, that's it. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to seek some research on that. I'm going to find ways to do those things, right? You get inspired thoughts to start, you know, talking to people and reading literature and so on and so forth. But there, there's literally nothing you ever have to be educated on except the things that light you up. I don't think we're smart enough, though, to even, like, know all the things. Oh, there's, I mean, are we kidding me? Like the new shit's coming out every day, all day. You can't keep up with it all. You can't keep up with it all. I even think like if it's politics, right? Like you get your voting form. Yeah. 99% Lord, of those. Like, that's a big form. Uh, here's the judge. For, I'm like, oh what, my God. How it, dude, yeah. I can barely yeah. learn fitness. Yeah. How can I make an informed decision about the judge in the, in, in the freaking Maricopa County or whatever, whatever, whatever. No idea. Yeah. Yeah. No clue. It would take you three weeks to get through that ballot to, to write down everything. And the rest of my life would fall apart. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we were talking on this, too. And it, I mean, maybe it already makes sense. Like karma, right? Yeah. Like you do good things and good things come back. Yeah. Like that's your belief. Well, the karma thing is, 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 is kind of interesting. Like, <sighs> I mean, I obviously good people do good things and then shitty things happen yeah, to them. But that, it's like that, like. Karma doesn't exist in the way of like, um, if you do good things, good things come back to you because if you're doing good things, because you think if you do good things, good things are going to come back to you. It's not coming from a vibration of (laughs) love and, 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 and wanting to share and, and communicate and be with people. It's coming from, well, if I do this, this changes this. Like that's what people get so wrapped up about the law of attraction and this, this word manifestation. Like this is this huge word in the spiritual world, right? Of manifestation. I want to manifest, right? If you're attempting to manifest something because of lack of something, the focus of the lack continues. You're in the hamster wheel of lack. Like it's such a, it's such a goofy world but you can't focus on the don't want or what you don't have. You got to find a way to appreciate where you are, to love where you are, to then move on to the next and, and, and up your stakes, you know, basically. Like you're in a place of like abundance, I guess, or no? Yes. Like you, you, 
if you, let's say you are wanting to be abundant financially, you either have to find a way to appreciate other people that are abundantly financial, financially abundant, or you have to find things in your life that feel like abundance or are that's showing you abundance, right? Like I have amazing, beautiful friends. I'm abundant with amazing, beautiful friends. Put all your focus on that. Don't focus on, I got to create money. I got to create money. I got to create money because that vibration of I got to create money is I don't have money. Universe, keep not giving me money. And that's the, the, the balance of it that people don't understand. And like, can, in your opinion, do you think people can be successful or like, I guess, achieve the goal of that, even if that's like what they focus on? It, you, you can, if you desire, if your desire is like through the roof and your belief system doesn't lock up with that, you can still create it. Yeah. Universe will still deliver it. However, that is going to be littered with resistance. And so that's where it's like, I gave up my family. I did da 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 da. I can't, I don't have a life, but, 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 you know, like, like that's all those things where, but at least I got my money. Like that's that. Yeah. That's that scenario for you know, lack of a better example. Well, cause I mean, that's how like we were doing our uh, adoptive family tonight. We'll drop off their stuff. And we're like, Heather and I were talking about, we do this, we've done this ever since we're married. Like we do Thanksgiving, Christmas, all these things. Cause mm-hmm. we can. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there and she's going to hate that I say this. Like I live in the nicest place like I've ever lived in today. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I never move to a nicer house, like I don't give You're a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Now she is, is screaming right now when she listens to this because it bothers her. And I'm not saying I don't want it. I'm not saying I'm not going to get it. Yeah. I just don't care either way. Yeah. Like, and I know it's probably the natural progression and what just happened. I go, but I, it's not going to change my happiness level. There might be cooler things like, Maybe I could have a room where I could decorate one thing because yeah. I don't right now because yeah. my wife pretends like I don't live there. Yeah. Or I could have like a sport court or who fucking knows. I go, but it doesn't move the needle for me. Yeah. And I know that, Yeah. which is a weird thing. And for some people, I think they think, well, if I get this, then it will all be different. There you go. And or the I grass guess, is greener on the other side type of deal. Yeah. Or in a like for me to start saying that, and I, I share that because we're going to go deliver their gifts to them, but we're not doing it in hopes of like, we're going to get all this good credit towards us. Yeah. I'm just doing it because they have a, like, they don't have fucking anything. Sure. And for us to go spend 500 bucks doesn't change our life at all. And to like, see these kids like get basketball shoes and like get what, yeah. like, Pokemon cards, all this crazy sure. shit. I'm like, they'll be super happy. Yep. And that would selfishly yep. makes us feel good. Perfect. Because if I was to, if she was like, Hey Jeremy, I got you a $500, whatever the fuck is worth 500 bucks. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I can buy it myself. Yeah. We have enough stuff. These guys don't. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it really is a selfish thing when I think about it. Cause like we feel so good doing that. That's awesome. And there's nothing that really matches that. Yeah. Like when I give, like we scholarship people to come here, I can give away shirts. I'm not sharing that to make me sound like a saint. Cause I'm fucking not. I make a ton of money. Sure. I go, but I feel good doing that. I feel like I have enough money yeah. and I have enough things to where we can give back to other people. Sure. What, 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 what is the word selfish? And like, how did that become such a dirty word in society? You have to be selfish because again, we're living in a world that's vibrationally based. If you're not selfish enough to want to be happy or care about how you feel, 
it doesn't matter what you're doing in your life. Like your point of attraction is going to suck. And that means everyone around you is not really going to enjoy you very much because you're going to be pissed off and upset all the time. So you have to be selfish enough to take care of yourself so then you could take care of others. And that's what you're doing in that situation with these people. You're selfish enough to take care of yourself so then you can go take care of another. So it's kind of like, for lack of a better term, you're being selfish so you could be selfless. What's wrong with that? Well, I mean, that's how we frame fitness to people. And I think uh, if I look at, you know, women do this way more than dudes, they give everything to the kids, mm -hmm. like to the husband, to mm -hmm. their family. Yet then they're always the last yeah. with everything. There's nothing left for them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a problem. Yeah. Because they think, well, if I don't do this, if I exercise or if I do this, then I can't do this for my kids and this for my husband. And they think it's a selfish act. Yes. But it's the opposite. It's the total opposite. Like, how are you taking your care of yourself so you can show up in your life? That's it. Like, if you if you do working out because it brings you energy so that you could be better during your day, you should absolutely do that over, like, well, my kid needs this or my husband needs that. Well, I'm sure they're going to be okay for the next hour and a half while you take care of yourself. Because if it's going to take care of the rest of your day and it's going to set up your point of attraction... That means the universe is yielding you things throughout the day that's going to feel pretty good when they get here. And so that's a smooth ride for everybody in the family. But it's weird how people just get into that cycle of thinking, well, if I do this, it's a selfish thing. Like that's learned behavior from somewhere. Absolutely is. Absolutely is. It's a misunderstanding. That's, that's that physical human being story and a vibrational uh, uh, truth, a vibrational accuracy. And you sent me a thing where you wrote everything you've ever felt or thought before still exists. Yeah. And it always will. Yeah. Like, so like, what is that trauma or that's everything? So yeah, everything, everything. And so the reason why I said that was, was for this, because most people, and I get into this often, I'm doing a lot better job on it these days. They're trying to fix or solve what's currently going wrong. The gist of that is, though, that you're then vibrationally in the same frequency you've always been in. So you don't fix this thing being wrong. You put yourself in a new, fresh starting place vibrationally, feeling emotionally. You don't because it, if you've thought or felt something it's, it, and it's in existence, you brought it into, an ex, in, into existence it doesn't ever go away. It's vibration. It's energy. You could tap into it anytime you want to. If you don't like it, you might not want to tap into it, right? So your job is to go, okay, cool. Thank you very much, Contrast. I appreciate you letting me know where my thoughts have been, where I've been thinking and feeling for a certain amount of time. I'm cool now. I'm going to shift my train of thought or I'm going to shift my point of perspective and here's where I want to go from now. Like right now in this moment, I'm going to, st I want to start feeling this way. Like don't all of a sudden try to change this thing that's been happening for 30 years and go, oh, everything's great. Now I'm going to be this guy. It's like, it's fake positivity. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. And you can't just like bury it and think it will just never come back. There's no burying anything. Just, just stop lighting the fire. Stop yeah. fueling the fire. Right. But it, always exists because it's energy. If it, if it came about in this universe, it's there. It's just that you want to 
quiet it down a little bit. Let it simmer, like take the boil to a simmer. And then just redirect your focus. And as you redirect your focus to more and more of what you want or more and more how you want, want to feel, in a step-by-step process, like, in a, like from A to B to C to D, like don't try to jump the bridge. Don't try to go A to Z in a day. It doesn't work that way. And like when you talk with people, I guess when you, even when you just identify people or when you're just hanging out, yep. like is that how your brain looks at stuff now? Yeah. Like, okay, this person, like, do you analyze everything or can you just be in a conversation? I can totally be in a conversation. But, my, my, but. Well, there's no but to it. It's, it's the analyzing part. I'm really good at holding space for others. Where I get into it is I overanalyze me and I direct it to me, which brings me in that self-criticalness. I, it doesn't feel very good space. But if it's you and I talking, money. I am a master at listening and feeling what's going on with you to assist you to feel better. Now, whether you want to take that ride is up to you, right? Because if you're going to fight for your limitations, well, then no one's going to do anything for you anyways, yeah. right? But if, if, if we're friends and you're like, Dougie, I really would like some assistance on something. Can I, can I uh, bounce something off of you? No problem. We're good. Because, again, because you, you're around everybody, like, different people all the time where it's, like, we say certain things and we do certain things, but it's, like, why do we do that? Yeah. Like, why do I feel I need to say this? Yes. Why do I feel I need to be – for me, like, why do I have to be this fit? Yes. Like, what is it? Yeah. Because I – What like, is it? Like, I watched He-Man as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. what is – or was it, like, hey, this girl's, like, hey, man, you look like a scrawny turd, and I wanted to be, like – not have girls say that to me anymore. Like there's a million things yes. I can think that are yes. super cool. Or is this like where I drive my self-confidence from? Yeah. Do I hide my feelings and my muscles? Like yeah. what the fuck is it? You know sure. what I'm saying? Like there's a, and I could, I could come with a million reasons. Sure. Because there's extremes, right? But I don't think it's extreme. Yeah. But for some people from the outside, well, you're old now, but you're still like so into it. I'm like, well, this is my thing, dude. Yeah. You but enjoy it, it. Yeah. And it brings me happiness. Yeah. I go and there, it is your part of your identity too. Yeah. And some people, maybe that's like, why do you need to drive a Ferrari? Yes. So that that's also a good thing that you just brought up because that's also confusing for a lot of people where they say, well, you're talking about physical and you're talking about vibration. Does that mean I need to go sit on a mountain and just meditate all day and be in my vibrational world? It's like, no, no, no. You're a physical human being for a reason. Like you wanted to come here to mix it up, to have some fun, to drive in the Ferraris or to go snowboarding or to do whatever it is that you love to experience. That's literally the reason why you're here. The thing is, is when we get uh, caught up in forgetting while we're here, I just am attempting to assist people with getting back to the joy, the reasoning of why they're here. And for me, that is not getting caught up in a physical story. Getting back to happiness is a vibrational, emotional process, an emotional journey. It's not a physical journey. It turns into a physical journey, but at first, it's all emotions. Yeah, I guess, what do you think or why don't a lot of people get to this place where they have this realization of like, man, what I'm doing, is it making me happy? Mm -hmm. Or maybe some people do, but you just choose to ignore it. Is it, you know, the world we live in, people are too stressed, they're too busy, and they mm -hmm. just get wrapped up. You know, we always say, especially in like fitness, because when you start doing this, and who knows how built, like, you know, big these businesses get built for mm -hmm. people, but 
you get so busy working in your business. Mm-hmm. If you're like the operator, you can't work on your business, mm-hmm. especially when you start off an entrepreneur thing. Like you're the accountant, you're the janitor, you're all the things. But I always compare that to your real life because you get so busy working in your life, you can't work on your life. Mm-hmm. And I, I would assume that's a reason a lot of people just, I guess, put this in the back burner or maybe just ignore the shit that's going on because it's, and I will agree, like I'm busy as hell too. Things are always moving, 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 moving. Yeah. And it feels like it's going faster than it's ever went. Yeah. But yet if you do that, you kind of are always stuck and maybe you don't even address any of the shit that's going on and you just kind of accept your life as it comes. Yeah. Well, you get caught in the cycle, right? And then what happens is little things start to show up. Like let's say little negative things or contrasting things show up, right? But then all of it, but, and you're not paying attention. So you're not really aware of your emotion, your emotional state. You're just grinding every day, right? Well, but I have to do this and I have to do this and I got to get this done. And -and so-and-so won't be happy if I don't do this, right? And then all of a sudden a little something bigger shows up. Like you get a big dent in the car right? Or you broke your wrist or something else happens now along the route. Like now I get sick, but let's say at first it's a cold and it's a consistent cold. And then in two, three years, four years, five years down the line, now it's cancer. You see, I'm like, like things are showing up for you all the time to allow you to notice where you are, like where your consistent point of attraction is. But people aren't aware of the information and, or they don't want to slow down. They don't want to take a look. They don't want to observe. They don't want to contemplate. They don't want to reflect. And part of the reason is too, is a lot of people get pissed off when, when you hear people say, well, you do, you know, create your reality. Like you do manifest your life, right? They go, fuck you. I didn't manifest this. I didn't want this. I didn't want this. I didn't want this. And I get all that. And I'm not saying it in the way of that. What I'm saying it in the way of, if you agree that this is a vibrationally based universe and it's an attraction based universe, then what else is going on when things are coming into your life? It doesn't mean you literally said, I want this bad thing to happen to me. But what is going on is your point of attraction has been a certain way for a certain amount of time. And it could be 20 years that it brought in it yielded you these results. So all you have to do is look at your life and go, what results am I enjoying? And what results would I like to do without? And then make (laughs) decisions about those arenas in your life. Well, it's, and I get like where people say like, well, you know, but like my grandma died. I'm like, well, dude. It's inevitable. Everybody's going to die. And they, and you can choose your route. Yeah. And you I could jump off a cliff. Yeah. You could get shot. You could die in your sleep. You could have Kevorkian come in and put a little something, something in your, you know, a little serum in your, you know? Yeah. But that's just part of life though. Absolutely inevitable. You were all going to die. Yeah. And shitty things happen to all of us. Yeah. Some worse than others. And like, how like, many misunderstandings do you think we have about death in this world? In terms, like, how do you mean? Like, 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 how many people grieve death or fear death? Me included. A ton. A ton. Yeah. Do you think we're misunderstanding death? Um, sure. Meaning, meaning, do you think you die and that's it? You're in, you're in, you're worm feed for the rest of your being. What, what's your belief about death? Uh, that would be pretty. Well, I would be pretty sad, right? 
Like if that was it. Do you think that's it? I, I, mean, I mean, really? Like what I feel? Yes. No. There because I feel like, well, first of all, you ever, like, there's like whatever that movie was where like the dude's like buried alive. But like you're like <laughs> that's dead. scary shit yeah, in yeah, the world, that shit man. creeps me out. <laughs> totally. But I'm like, if I'm just in here, I'm like, all right, now I'm dead. And like, I would imagine like, I, who knows? But you're I, dead and gone. That's it? It would seem like that's pretty shit. Doesn't that seem more illogical than logical? To me, yeah. But maybe that's my just brain and what I want to believe. Yeah. I don't know. But I f- and it could be when I say stuff though. Like I'm like I tell people like I feel a certain way about certain things. Like certain things just don't make sense to me. Maybe the way that we do them in mm-hmm. the world today, like how we just go to school and like pay taxes. I'm like I just feel like these things could be done better. Yes. And I and maybe some people don't feel that way. But nobody questions it. You just do it. Yeah, because we're just... Because the herd's going over there, so you got to follow the herd. Well, it's like, I've had somebody explain it to me in terms of, like, the hospital system because of, like, how fucked it is. He's like, they just wow. got to just burn the whole thing down wow. bro, and do yeah. it over. Because I've heard some bad stories on that one. We're, we're too far in, yes. like, how the system is yes. to where I don't know if... How do you reverse it or start anew? And I feel like that's... I don't feel like that's, like, the world, but there's a lot of things where it just doesn't feel like it it's been done the best way it could do it. We could improve totally it. Agreed. And yeah. so when you say that, yeah, I don't feel like, Hey, I'm going to be whatever age. And I just drop dead and then that's it. And who knows? Yeah. Like, I feel like there should be something else. Yeah. Well, so my, my I hope there is my 100 million percent belief is that we're all eternal beings and your physical body is done. We'll bury you. We'll burn you, whatever you want to do with you. Right. Yeah. But your non-physical consciousness the soul of you like whatever your godness what a source whatever you want to call it i don't care it still exists you're still hanging out period point blank like do you think you your soul never dies see now i'm gonna really trip people out here they're like what are you why don't you talk about jumping jacks or something we could totally talk about jumping jacks. you want to tell you a cool story yeah this is how i know i have a soul okay because i didn't do this I can't remember if we had this conversation last time or not, but if, if we did, then people listen, they're going to listen again. Yeah. Okay. I'm, um, I can't remember how old I was. I'm like in early thirties and I'm having uh, dinner with a friend of mine and this woman, she's an older lady. And for years, she's been thinking about running this business, doing like people coming on vacation, doing like a wellness vacation to, at her home. Okay. She's going to do yoga, kettlebell, nutrition, da, 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 da. And I'm like, so jazzed for her because I know how she feels about herself inside about confidence. Like she doesn't really have a lot and that's why it's been taking so long for her to finally do this. And now she's finally got a little break, a little opening. She discovered a way to make it happen. And I'm like, I am so super appreciative for her. I am high as a kite. I mean, I feel the best I've ever felt in my life in that moment of time. Now, what was going on for me? Now, this is going to be really fucking goofy. I, I don't know why I was on this. But at that time, I was on one-arm pull-ups. For whatever reason, I wanted to see if I could do a one-arm pull-up. Yeah. Okay. Hard to do. I cannot do a fucking one-arm pull-up. Okay. But that day, for whatever reason, I was on that trip. And I think it was because a couple of my friends were in fitness, and they were freaking gangbusters, and they were badasses. And I was like, man, I'm never going to be like these dudes. But I was like... All right, let me see if I can figure out how to do some training, blah, blah, blah. Can't do one arm pull up for save the life of me. For whatever reason, I'm sitting in a booth with her at that point in time, feeling so appreciative for her. And literally, I hear a voice, get up, go do a one arm pull up. And I was like, what? And I felt a rush of energy through me. And I felt so freaking good. And so what I did was I jumped out of my seat and said, D, 
get up. We got to go do a one-arm pull-up. We got to go. We got to go. And she's laughing at me just hysterically. She's like, what are you talking about, dude? I was like, get up. Get up. We got to go. I literally am walking down Garnett Avenue in Pacific Beach looking for a pole, a freaking any bar I can jump up on and try to do one-arm pull-up. Yeah. Finally found one. Okay. I jump up on it, right arm, hand on, on underneath my wrist. Yep. I repped five pull-ups. Full range of motion. Not this. It, it, full range of motion. All the way down, all the way up. I switched arms and did it on the fucking left side. I was at, this is not cell phone time. She didn't have a freaking, because trust me, I would have put it on Instagram fucking immediately. 100%. I am just, I, I can't believe what's going on. And I'm just high as a freaking, I'm going crazy. I'm literally in the moment going, fuck coaching. I'm going back to training. I'm going to throw fucking 100 miles an hour. All I got to do is get back to this appreciative state and I'm there, right? Yeah. That didn't really work out, right? <laughs> no. I didn't go, I, I stuck with the coaching, right? I'm just saying. I did not do that. Me in my physical body alone at that point in time? No. I was, someone was with me hanging out and we were fucking chilling and doing it. I'm just saying. I mean, I get, you hear stories of that though too, like where people do like this like crazy. But that's because somebody's dying. Like they're under, like a tire is on a human being yeah. and you come over and you, and I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that either. I guarantee for me, that's a non-physical deal too. Yeah. But I'm saying I had no re- – there was nothing outside of me that was like, that is danger. Go save this human being's life. It was a one-arm pull-up. Who gives yeah. a shit? Yeah. There's not this adrenaline rush that goes through your body. To I did that. five of them on both sides of my body. Can I do a one-arm pull-up now? No fucking way. That is trippy. I'm not lying to you. Yeah. Like, so in that same – You want me to tell you something else? Well, we're in outer space, dude. Okay. Let's go. Uh, right here on my right arm, my right hand, yeah. inside there, for whatever reason, I can't remember, it was like uh, five, six, seven, eight years ago, I got one of those like little warts on your on your hands you got. And you know, because like you just grow them in your body sometimes. Right? Yeah. I don't know why they, they come, okay? But it was there forever. And I was going through these last couple of years, and I, I was inside of me, in my brain, I was going through tough times, right? Because I was so critical of like, what is going to go on in my life? How am I going to be able to get through this? And what, what's going to come for me? And blah, 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 all that, all that, you know, self-doubt that comes up sometimes, right? And I look down on this little thing right here. And I'm like, you know what? I don't like this thing here, but I don't, I'm not going to cut it off. I'm not going to go get it removed or blah, 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 blah. So I, I looked down at it. I said, you know what? I said, universe, if this shit's legit, like, I have an inner being, non-physical, exist, uh, you know, I can create my reality, all this bullshit that we talk about every day, right? If that shit's legit, okay, then you're going to go away. I forgot about doing that. Totally forgot about doing that. Literally months later, I looked down. I didn't even know when it's gone. So I don't know how quickly it happened. But literally, I'm reminded almost every day because I look down and I go, oh my God, I can't remember that's gone. And I feel for it. And I'm like, it's not, it's not fucking there. It didn't get cut off. I didn't cut it off. I didn't do anything to it. I just looked down at it and I asked. I say, hey, man, if, if, if we're cool, like just, you know what I mean? Because sometimes like you want to have confirmation that what's going on in your life, it's going to be okay. Yeah. So you act like some people pray. Some people go to Allah. Some people, right? So I just looked down and I said, all right, if this shit's legit, if I'm not fooling myself, I'm not going crazy, 
I can live my life the way I want to. All right, show me. Give me proof, universe. And I, I looked down and I said that thing and it's gone. I don't see it anywhere. And does, Dusty could come in and tell you because she's seen it. Does that shit really happen? Like in like a normal, like they, they just disappear. Because I've had them before too. They got to burn that shit off. Yeah, right? You have the wart cream. You have the, the wart burn off. You I go to the doctor. I couldn't mind trick it away. But I guess I didn't try either. That's trippy, dude. And I didn't, but I didn't grind on it. Like I didn't look at it every good. Are you here yet? Are you yeah. are you gone yet? Are you still here? Are you gone? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just had no resistance on it. I just said, all right, let's play this game. So in the same outer space sentence, <laughs> like when you die, like what do you come back as like a dog or something? That's a good question. I have zero clue about that. Yeah. All I know is. Like, do you have a theory? My, I don't, but my understanding, well, it's not a, I don't know if you'd call this a theory. Here's my understanding. My understanding is when we do physically die, that we're still conscious, right? We're still floating around and we can be everywhere and anywhere. Like, because that's the whole thing of like, we're all one. We're all, you know, we're all love eternal. Like, that's what they mean by that. Because we're all vibration. Nothing separates me and you from each other except our physical reality. Because in our brain, that's what we're doing. Yeah. But if we didn't know that, if we just saw each other as vibration, like I could just sink into you. Like uh, there's there a, a TED talk one time. This woman was a, uh, I believe, a neuroscientist, okay? Something along that effect. Uh, effect. It was, she was super smart, right? Yeah. So she had a, a, a stroke and she was conscious during the stroke, which is fucking awesome. And she was telling the story about like, for example, like, you know how they say like, um, what is it? I think it's your feet and your hands get the most attention in your brain. Like, like in your brain, the makeup of your hands are like, you like, you see those pictures before of huge hands. Oh, the tongue, it's the hands and the tongue. So like you see these cartoon characters and these huge hands and the big tongue, like that's your brain's map. Like that's how it's, uh, like the importance of your beingness, your, your, you know what I mean? Your central nervous system, like your tongue matters a huge amount and your hands matter a huge amount, right? Yeah. So what was going on was, first of all, she was dialing a phone and literally what she was seeing was this huge phone with huge numbers that she could just touch. That's the first thing. The second thing, which was fucking crazy, is she was taking a shower because that was one of the things like she learned to do, like go in the water like I think maybe cold water, just sit in the shower. And she said she's conscious through this whole thing. And as she was sitting in the shower, she was like leaning against the, the shower, the wall of the shower, and she felt herself melt into the wall. That's how, like my best example of saying what, what a vibrational, like how we're vibrational beings. Yeah. But it took a stroke, you know what I mean, that, that, lack of consciousness or that extreme consciousness however you want to look at it for her to be able to feel that to line up with that and so really like what you do for people like when you coach them and a lot i mean there's a there's obviously varying things but trying to get them to a place to like understand this yeah but without depending the, on the degree you know what i mean because you yeah. got to know your client obviously yeah. right i mean if you're trying to throw 100 miles an hour maybe it's different than well actually maybe it's not. no the boy i'm working with now my man uh ty buttry is his name like we we talk about this stuff a lot because he's attempting 
to recreate a career, meaning he didn't realize how he was throwing 100 in the first place. So then when it went away, he didn't know how to go back and get it. And so my job for him is to create the vibrational, emotional aspect of how you gain it back and how you then own it and it never goes away compared to um, how do you get it back also physically? Because again, this is a physical word. Like I'm not going to say, hey, roll out of bed and wish you throw 100 and it's there, Ty, you'll be fine. Fuck no. Your arm is going to fall off try to throw 100 miles an hour. You don't do any physical training. Yeah. It's stupid, right? They're connected. They're always and forever connected. But you have to separate them sometime for a context, to put them in context so you can understand how to use them in your life. And I'll ask this too before you roll. Like, is that like kind of this movement towards like the real drugs? Like not the pharmaceutical shit, but like the plant-based stuff, like yeah. whether it be psilocybin or ayahuasca or DMT or, sure. or you name it. Or Yeah. So for me, that's uh, there's some misunderstanding in that. First of all, there's some amazingness out of it, period. There's zero, zero, zero denial that somebody goes into an actual ceremony, an actual facilitated ceremony or journey space, right? Had years of PTSD, trauma issues, whatever, whatever, whatever. And they do that. And literally they come out feeling like they're a new human being. I'm not denying that whatsoever. And I think people who are in that extreme of a state, maybe for them, that's what they need to see the light right at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. That's great. What I'm talking about is not everybody in this world is going to be able to go do that. You can't pay the money for it or you don't have that. You just don't have the, the, the way, the means in which to go do that. Okay. But what I'm trying to, my drug that I'm trying to sell, right? My dog and pony show is actually you have the ability yourself because you have a soul. You have a physical and a non-physical. That's you're not just a physical human being. You're not just skin, flesh, blood. There's a non-physical aspect of you, which means you can have a relationship with yourself in that manner, okay? And so if you start to want to learn about that aspect of you and create a relationship with you, you can actually do that on your own. You don't have to have the drug. However, the plant medicine is now a way in which people are experiencing life in a different way that they never felt or perceived before. It breaks them from the chains that were binding them. So cool. But now, what do you do when you're done? You have to have an integration process. And the integration process is, what are you going to do every single day for the rest of your life after you've done the plant medicine? I guess to me, the way I think about it, and we've had enough people on here and I've talked to enough people, um, it'd be like, you do, let's say, hey, I'm going to go on a psilocybin journey or yeah. something, but then do nothing with it afterwards. Yes. It's like the, I guess there were, the dumbed down equivalent would be, I go to a personal development conference, I get all this information, they tell me all these things, and I'm super hyped up, but I don't fucking use any of the tools and I don't listen to anything two weeks after it's over. Absolutely. And I see that more often than not with people. And I, I shared the story on here a million times where, you know, I went to like, I get gifted all these different things. So you go to like this Tony Robbins conference, they share all this information. I understand why he's a billionaire for one now, because not what he says, the business model the behind system. it. It's fucking, oh, God. man, I learned more. Yes. And I tell people, I think I said, this today, I learned more about 
upsells and downsells and like getting people into a yeah, state yeah, about yeah, making yeah. money yeah. than yeah. I ever thought I would. I go, yeah. that was the fucking gem of going there. Yeah. But you see the behavior and I, cause it, it mirrors fitness in a lot of ways because it's, it's a similar thing where they get people in an environment, they get them hyped up and they're giving them good information. The information is valuable. If, yes. if, you take it and identify what's wrong in your life and you apply it every day. Yes. Now, the Facebook group they put these guys in is so fucking hyped the week after. Everybody's commenting, I don't want to do this and this yeah, and this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then by week two, it's about half. And like by week four, there is fucking nobody left talking. And it is just dead. And then you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Because they don't either have, either it didn't connect with something or it wasn't important enough or they don't have the discipline to see it through. There's a million different factors. So this is how I would explain that on an emotional scale. Okay. You went to this experience and it allowed you to open up your perspective. So you, you, you allowed yourself to feel this amazing place because basically you had somebody carry you to this level. Yeah. Right. But you've been practicing the point of attraction. That's not even close to what you allowed yourself to feel for that day or week, however long the workshop was. Yeah. So when you came back to your reality, meaning your point of attraction, you came back down and you met yourself right where you were. So now what do you do from that place? From that feeling place, you don't have your ideas. You don't have a, a support system. You don't, you don't, you don't. You see what I'm saying? So it's like emotionally that just let you see what you truly can be capable of. So that's great. But now what are, how do you make the steps so that you actually are this guy more than not? That's what people are dealing with. It's not a like, I'm not smart enough. It's not a, I'll never be able to do this. It's not, it's none of those things. It's a frequency. It's a vibration. You either tap into it or you don't. You either attempt to learn to do it or you don't, but you can do it in that matter. And then all of a sudden ideas occurred to you that would have never occurred to you before. You run into people that you would have never run into before. You freaking read an, a story that prompts an idea that would have never prompted you before. Why? Because you're in a vibrational place that brings it to you. That's the, that's the misunderstanding. Again, people are like, I just got to sit there and it'll come and it'll come and it'll come. No, you're still in a physical world. You're having physical experience. You're supposed to go live life, but you want to attempt to do it from a good enough feeling place so that when you get inspired, it's going to work out for you. It's not another wall that you run into. Well, it's crazy because you're, for people listening, like your sister, Dr. Jen Huberty, yeah. like shared her experience on here. Yeah. And the, the sentence she said that like, I probably never forget is like, Jeremy, I do, I've done yoga for like 40 years or yeah, some crazy yeah, shit. Yeah. And she goes, I could have done yoga all day and sat there all day, but it wouldn't have took me yeah. to where the journey took me yeah. no matter what. And I'm like, yeah. she seems like she's pretty smart. Yeah. She's got her shit together. And if she says that, I'm like, well, fuck, there's probably something to that, man, yeah. which is kind of crazy. But again, then willing to take the information, do, something, do something about it, it and apply it. Exactly. So like you have the belief that like everybody can be happy everybody absolutely positively bar none can be happy. But yet, I guess if you look at it, 2022 to 1970, are people happier today or less happy? I think you have a bigger um, uh, continuum. Uh, 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 it's a more obvious deal 
there's extreme levels of happiness like there's never been before, which then means that there's a duality to it. There's also the extreme upsetness, grief, despair, like there's never been before. That's always going to exist in our, in our world that will never not exist because you have to have the duality to be able to make your decisions to feel this good. You got to be able to feel that bad seems fucked up, but you can't let it fuck you up. You got to be okay with that. And do you think like overall, like, are we happier now than we were? I would just ask yourself the question. I wouldn't ask the world the question. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I am for sure. Yeah. Well, there you but go. I thought my life sucked before. Well, so now it's fucking awesome. But you, and then you made the steps for the improvement of it. Yeah, you well, figured out a recipe for Jeremy Scott. Yeah, yeah. I have my own. Well, everybody has to have their own system. Everybody has to have their own system. All I'm trying to explain to somebody: what is the algorithm behind the system? Run it however you want to, but you can never outdo a universal law it's like the law of gravity you jump off the cliff do you think you're gonna fly no you're going to the rocks man until enough people start believing they can actually fly no one's flying okay the one person breaks through and fly like banister ran the four minute mile oh yeah everyone's running the four minute mile now you see what i'm saying it was crazy like how many people did it within like a year of him doing it yes it was a shit right all of a sudden, the belief system just got just just ripped up, man. Breaking the four-minute mile. No, no one can run a four. No one can run a sub four. It, well, didn't, it didn't exist anymore because we just saw somebody do it. It physically became a reality. But well, if you're waiting for physical reality to show you something, you're going to be waiting a long time. Well, and again, like there's some things, you know, if it's obviously physical stuff, like sometimes you're just not going to do that thing. Yeah. Like LeBron can just do things that yeah, I yeah, was yeah, not yeah. going to yes. do. Yes. I go, but within the realm. But do you really want to do that? I mean, it would have been fucking badass. But, but that, I'm saying, I, so I didn't mean to ask, ask you directly because you the, were a baller and that's something league, that you loved. Yeah, I've been sweet. Without a doubt. But there's, again, when people look at that, it's kind of like the way I think of. Yeah, that ain't an easy life. No. It, well, it's the same way with, like, you look at like lottery winners, like how much of them end up committing suicide and going mm. broke. And people will wow. say things like, you know, if I just had $100 million, and I'm not trying to talk shit about anybody, but I'm like, if you can't manage $10,000, there's no fucking way oh you're managing $100 million because right? you didn't become the person necessary to handle that amount of responsibility and stress. And I'm saying that because like, I don't have a hundred million dollars, but I used to have no money. And now I have a ton of fucking money compared to that. And there is a certain level of responsibility and stress and things that come with that. And so there's like stages of that because it didn't happen for me quick. Yeah. And I think when you go from zero to that, it'd be like someone who was terrible at sports and now you're in Michael Jordan's body. Yeah. You don't even know how to fucking harness that, that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That's that whole thing of like people think they want quantum leaps, but like I take it to like, um, oh, so do you want to build a building with all glass floors? So like when you jump up once, if you go through that one, you're going through all of them. Yeah. Right? No, you, you like, dude, take your time. Like, like love what you're doing. Feel what you're doing. Like be... Be soulful about what you're doing. Nothing but amazingness can come through that love. And yes, you could say the the hustle and you could say the sweat and whatever. Although I don't really like to go into all that because in my opinion, that that's like, that's falling into the story of being a physical human being. You got to persevere. You got to suffer. You got to, I, I think that's all bullshit. 
Yes, it happens that way for a lot of people. But why does it happen that way? Because you got a shit full of resistance. That's why it happens that way. But the quantum leap is, is the quantum leap is like, I don't want to go through anything. I just want to reach the pinnacle and be done. But you don't realize like exactly what you're saying. You're not ready to understand and love and feel and be in the pinnacle. So just relax and let yourself groove it because the more decisions you get to make along the way, by the time you get to your pinnacle, you got it. You got it knocked. And then you're like, awesome. Now I can do this and put it towards any other field in my life. And I could take care of anything because I proved to myself I could do it this, in this, this field. Well, even if it's only f- for like when we look at it in terms of if it's fitness or anything career-wise, if it's only focusing on, or if it's baseball, I'm going to win the Cy Young. I'm yeah. going to, you'll get there and then it's, well, what's next? Yeah. Because often for me anyway, the goal or the achievement is oftentimes, I don't want to say deflating, mm-hmm. but it's just another thing. Because mm-hmm. I just want to play the game. Like that's, I look at it, I'm like, this is just, a, I'm playing basketball in life. And I'm in the whatever quarter I'm in, second quarter, who fucking knows. Mm-hmm. But I don't care about the end score. And I might be losing sometimes, I might be winning sometimes, but like, I just need to do my process. Yes. And like, your yes. process is different than mine, my wife's is different than mine. We have similarities but this is what I need to do. Yes. And that's all I feel. And I'm not like, yeah, I have external goals too, but really I have way fewer now than I've ever had. And I'm like, I just want to wake up and do my shit. And if I can be really good and help people, it's going to just fucking work out. And I feel that though. And that's it. That's the word right there. You just said it. I feel that when I like, for example, when I'm, I'm training Thai, when we first started training, I didn't, really feel, man, am I going to be able to assist this guy? Because this is an individualized project. This is a number, 100 miles an hour. And it's like, dude, I don't think people understand like what it takes to control your body, to, to let it twist and turn and move, like it, to throw 100, right? It's rare. Very rare. So I, I'm like, okay, can we do this? And like at first I was like inside of me when I asked myself that question, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm there yet. But now when me and Ty have our conversations, I'm like, oh my God. Like I literally can feel, I believe this. That means it's fucking going to happen. So Ty Buttry is going to throw hundred miles an hour. And everyone who's listening to this show right now is in on the secret. Cause I, to be honest, I haven't told anybody, you don't see this shit on my Instagram. Yeah. I didn't put any of this on my Instagram. Ty puts it on there every once in a while, but I'm like, chill on that, Ty. Let's just, me and you, let's let's just keep it close to our vest. Blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you right now, Ty fucking Butcher is going to be throwing 100 miles an hour again very soon. It's going to be awesome. That's crazy, though. Crazy. I mean, because that's so fast, dude. Yes. I mean, how many, do you know, like, if you had to guess how many dudes throw 100? In the big leagues, like, people would say, like, oh, it's it's on every team, dude. It's fucking, everyone throws 100 miles an hour. Dude. There's, let's say, I think now there's like a, a staff of like 12 to 14 pitchers on every team. So let's just say there's one on every team. That's 30, okay? In the world. And then, yeah. It, well, and then in the minor leagues, let there's, you know what I mean, thousands of pitchers in the minor leagues. Let's say there's another, I don't know, 30, right? So there's like 60 human beings in the entire universe that throw 100 or over. That's fucking true. I mean, that's like such a small, small number. Consistently throw 100. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's, I mean, what is there, 8 billion people on the planet or yeah. something crazy shit? Yeah. That's like pretty rare. Yeah. It's a rare feat. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's becoming more inside of the realm of baseball, but it's not like why, like, you know what I mean? No, because there's dudes who like, well, shit, like if I think like when I'm a kid, like who's awesome? Like Greg Maddox. What's yeah. he throwing? 90 miles an hour. He threw like 86 when he was done. Which is crazy. Yeah. That's a huge jump. Yeah. That's trippy, dude. Yeah. So if these people are like listening to this, like where... And again, like when when uh, when I ask like, hey, can everybody be happy? That doesn't mean you're happy every fucking day, every second of the day. Sure. Like I have shitty days too, dude. Totally. Whether that's like real things that are happening, or I'm just what I term being like being a little bitch about it. Yeah. Or who knows? But I'm yeah. like, you're just gonna. Ha- but I, I think those things need to exist. Like there's peaks because there's valleys. Yes. And if every day I was like felt like I was winning, it would suck. And if it every would become work- mundane. No. And if every workout was easy, there's no. Why would you do it? There's no stress there. Totally. There's no growth there. Totally. It's about the journey and like the focus and attention that you get, like the energy that you pull through your body when you create focus and attention towards something. That's why you're here. That's what life is. When I think if you care about stuff or you're, for me anyway, like I don't wake up every day and I want to sprint here. But, mo- <laughs> but you know, because I'm like, fuck, dude, it's cold, it's dark. I'm totally, like, totally, totally, fuck, totally. man. But most days I wake up with this sense of, like urgency. Yes. Because I only have so many hours to get the things done I want to get done. And you want to get them done. You want to do them. Yeah. My biggest problem is probably like, well, where do I spend my time today? Because I want to do all these things and they're fun, but I, I have to do these things too, but I want to do more. Yeah. Like that's the biggest thing is like, well, I don't have more hours and I can't make more me. I can replicate some things, but some things just have to come from this monkey brain and I have to figure out how to put that there. But I feel that though. Yeah. And I guess it's, it's hard to, for most people, I guess, to be motivated if you don't feel that thing inside. So if someone's listening, well, and again, there's some days are, are obviously better than others, but overall in the macro, like I'm just fucking jacked to get to do my process and do the fun things I get to do. Yeah. But if someone out there is listening like, well, I just don't understand how I can even start to like become happy or like find clarity or anything yeah or get rid of the anxiety and the shit that yeah i have like what do, what do you give yeah. like people like a baseline like hey man here's what i would start doing yeah so the I, I think one of the most important things you could ever do is just sit down one day just chill out for a second take some deep breaths and go look no matter what's gone on in my life to this point no matter how upset i am currently or how upset i've gotten or all the bad shit, quote unquote, bad shit that's happened to me. Right now in this moment, I'm just going to declare, fuck it. I, I'm, I want to be happy. I'm going to sell out for happiness. Universe, please, just, just show me just a little sliver of light that I could avert my attention to, to be like, oh, okay, this shit's for real. Okay, cool. Now I'm going to start down my journey and just chill out. And, but then here's the deal though. Then you gotta, you gotta notice, you gotta look for it. But that would be one of the first things I do is just sit and just fucking, no matter how bad things are, gotta be something better than this. There's no way I'm living here in this existence for this to happen to me every single day. Okay. Here it is. Fuck it. I give in. I want to be happy. That'd be the first, that'd be one of the first things. Okay. Then here'd be like a, a little, little, you know, step, five step deal, right? Okay. First things first, 
you have to be all in on wanting to be emotionally aware. Got to be all in on being emotionally aware. You got to give in to being right. You got to give in to proving yourself to others, the, the, the attachments to all that bullshit, the word, like you got to give up your story, right? But I'll go back to the steps thing. Okay. So one thing is, because I think that's a big thing that holds people back is like, well, my, this is what I do. You got to hold on to that identity. You got to hold on to that security blanket. Guess what? Everyone sees you anyways, buddy. We're all naked all the time. Yep. I fucking see through everybody. You see through everybody. Everybody sees through everybody because you're seeing yourself through most of everybody. Yeah. So who fucking cares anymore, man? Just be done with it. The like, and I'll get back to the step five, but I just want to say this real quick. You want to know your fastest route to liberation, like self-liberation? Own who you are, man. Just give, just give it up. Like, I'm an asshole. I'm a control freak. I, I, I want to fuck everything that walks. Like, I'm not saying that's me. But whatever your but thing I'm is. I'm saying whatever your thing is. Yeah. Just own it already. Doesn't mean you're going to hold on to it forever or want to hold on to it forever. But just be like, dude, all right, I'm fucked up. I, I do a lot of drugs. I drink heavily. But you don't have to keep doing it. Yeah. Okay. So that's liberation. But you have to identify it. And at least it, own if it. you can't admit it to yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So here we go. So now step one, like I, I want to be happy. Cool. Now I'm going to be all in on my emotional awareness. Cool. So when shit happens to you, you want to start feeling what that is. So uh, uh, you got triggered at work. Your, your kid said they hated you, uh, you know, uh, someone closed the door in your face, whatever it is. You felt a negative feeling emotion. Cool. Awesome. Be aware of how you're feeling. Next thing, own it. I'm not feeling good right now. Cool. That's awesome. Can you name it? Can you name the emotion? If you can't, it doesn't matter. So you feeling bad? Cool. I'm owning that shit. Can I name the uh, exact Identify the exact emotion. Yes, I can. Awesome. No, I can't, but that's still okay. Now I've identified it and or I've identified I don't feel good. Now I'm going to make the statement. I definitely want to feel better than I do right now. Cool. Now what are you going to do about it? So here's a whole fucking list. I'm going to take a couple breaths right now. I'm going to go. I'm going to remove myself from the conversation or the meeting, whatever. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to pet my dog. I'm going to pet my cat. I'm going to listen to a, a nice song. I'm going to go meditate. I'm going to um, kiss my loved one who's next to me. I'm going to go hug my best friend. I'm going to, whatever it is, whatever it is in the moment. Now, there's more specific things we could do, but we, we don't have the time right now. Like we're, but all those things on that list play. The only thing you're attempting to do in that situation, once you've identified how you feel and you want to feel better, is to shift the feeling a millimeter or a centimeter. That's it. You're not trying to fix anything. You're not trying to justify, blame, ridicule, get caught in your story, nothing. You're literally only wanting to shift how you feel. Then once you've done that, do the best you can to distract yourself and get off the subject completely and just go. And then just watch what happens in your life. If you can just get that process down consistently at first, other things will come and other things will open up and that th this, this process will open up and all those kind of things. Like it's not the end all be all deal, but that is your start. You have to sell out to emotions. You have to sell out to wanting to feel better and you have to let go of the stories 
and the rights and the wrongs and the justifications. If you can do that more often than not, because you'll get tripped up all the fucking time. We all do. You will never be 100% at this, nor should you ever want to be, but you'll get better and better, 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 better. It's like practicing anything. Practice push-ups, you'll get better at push-ups. Well, and it's for people listening. If you're in a shit spot, like we put it on these t-shirts now, like everything's temporary. Yes. Like absolutely. The good stuff and the bad. Absolutely. Like it all comes. If you're having some great times, like I hate to break it to you, you're going to have some shit times. Yes. And I think about that sometimes like, man, my life's going pretty good right now. I'm like, when am I going to eat a shit sandwich here coming up? I'm like, eh, maybe I won't. But <laughs> Don't I, do that. Like, but who knows, dude? <laughs> but also like I think of it. In terms of like when bad stuff happens, or maybe that's how I frame it. I'm like, it's like bad stuff, but it could have been way worse. Sure. And it's, it's like, the, these are the things that will get so confusing to people. Like, I'll say this. Nothing is bad in the way that it's showing you something. Life is happening for you, not to you. You're not being blasted with something. You're being shown something because you've been asking for it. Not in literal terms. That's where the physical human being story and the vibrational story, you like, you got to give me a little leeway here, okay? Yeah. You're asking for it in vibrational terms, which means you want something better for yourself. You've identified it. But the only way to go get it, you got to start learning how to feel better. It's the only way to have access to it. It is crazy to think about it that way. Like, cause we'll usually frame it when, Hey man, life's been kicking the shit out of me. And like, that's how I, I mean, that's even how I word it. Life's dumping on me. Yeah. Well, life will kick you in the nuts sometimes, yes. you know? Yes. But I mean, but that's just part of it. Yes. Like, I mean, that. how many stories have you heard? All this happened to me, but then da 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 came and, da, da, and this was the best thing that's ever happened to me. It's the truth. It's just, it doesn't have to be as bad as literally getting kicked in the nuts. Yeah. Well, and I think if you can, when you're in it though, it's hard to see the forest from the trees, right? Because you're in totally. the, it's raining, it's pouring, and like, well, I can't imagine it's ever going to be sunny again, but it will be. Which, which is the reason why we do those five-step, six-step, seven-step deal, because in the moment that you're in the shit storm, you absolutely can't identify what your next step is. And guess what? Don't do anything. That's what I mean by don't try to fix it, don't try to solve it. Just... Take care of your point of attraction, which means just take care of how you're feeling first. Don't do anything about anything when you're feeling <laughs> negative or you're in the middle of a shitstorm. It's not the time to go have the talk. Because I feel like most times when that happens, people are reactive. Like that's when obviously like we argue. Absolutely. Or if you're like a fixer, well, let me just fix this. Uh, that's tough too. Cause I don't like yeah. to have problems. I like yeah. to just fix them. And you don't, you don't fix a vibration. The vibration doesn't need to be fixed. You tune into the one you want to be, uh, experiencing. You don't fix a vibration and we can go way down a rabbit hole on that one. But it's just kind of like when, when people say things to you, like the words are essentially meaningless yes. other than like the meaning you give to them. Absolutely. Positively. Cause someone again, like if like, because like you learn people's triggers, right? Especially if you're like married to them. Yeah. So like I can and then say, you use them. Well, right. Uh, yeah. It's like battle. Yeah. So my wife will sometimes start talking <laughs> shit. And, and which one do you want to pull out? And I'm like, and she'll say, and I'm like, 
you're just trying to get a reaction out do of I me. want to pull my nunchucks out yeah. or my butter knife or like I can and then try to either just be silent and let it go or yeah. I can just be like well fuck let's buckle up bro and then I can just do something way worse back to her yeah but it's weird though how we do that because the words because she could say the same thing to like my sister or she could say it to my best friend and like they wouldn't give a shit yeah but because it's me then I've given it this meaning and now I'm going to react a certain way yes and that's hard for people to let go though so I had an argument with my sister, the brilliant one that you have on your podcast, Sarah. Yeah. I had an argument with her the other day, and she said a few things that triggered the fuck out of me. And in the middle of it, and she knows, but she does she know she's doing it? Basically. Yeah. Yeah. She knows not, without knowing, but yeah. knows. Yeah. Yeah. She's my sister. Yeah. So uh, she starts in on this one thing, and it was it was like what other people were reporting to her about our dynamic. And I was like, immediately like this conversation's over hang up button. Right. So I'm on a zoom call. So I said, Jennifer, I am totally not having this conversation right now. This is over with. And I click on the thing. The first thing I did is I picked up my phone and I texted her and I said, Jen, and I, I'm in town now. We were supposed to hang out. I said, Jen, please don't expect to see me over the next few days. I do not want to talk to you right now. And I don't want to say anything to you mean-spirited that I know I don't mean to say. Yeah. I'll contact you when I'm ready. Please respect me for that. Done. That's how I handle it. Now, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, no fucking way. I would have just ripped her a new one, right? But now, this is what I do. I sat. I chilled out. I said, okay. First of all, this is not the time for me to fix any of this. And I'm not going to attempt to feel better about my sister right now and my relationship with her. So, okay, what can I focus on right now? I wanted to go work out because it was before I was going to come down to, to, to uh, the airport to come over, come over here. No problem. I was super happy that I got to work out because I knew my focus on my workout takes my, distracts me, takes my mind off of the thing that was just bothering me. So I'm like, cool. I'm all in on my workout. I keep keep my focus. We're good. And so now what I do is this is where I I can go two ways. I can start to overanalyze and beat myself up for creating the argument with my sister. Or I can just listen in to like, what about that triggered me? Oh, okay. Um, uh, You know, like, Is she trusting someone over me? I'm her brother. Is it like whatever those beliefs are, those bullshit beliefs that come up, right? But what happened was I had an epiphany about, wow, the way I'm overanalyzing my relationship with my sister is bringing me into a darker hole against myself. Wow, where else am I doing that in my life? And it brought in this whole epiphany of like, wow, I don't need to analyze any of this. I had an argument with my sister. I'm a human being. She triggered me. We're good. I don't want to hang out with her right now. That's okay too. Done. See you later. I can move on. Eventually, I'm going to love my sister again. That's going to return. And we'll have a conversation. And we're good. Thumbs up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I like if I don't take the time to kind of like, hey, dude, separate yourself from the rest of the world right now. Don't go, don't go to work and start like freaking just manhandling people because of what happened with me and my sister. 
But that's like what we do, though, as hum- most humans, where I'm going to crush my wife here for a second. Like, she'll have a work thing, and she doesn't do this as nearly as often. We're older now, so we're, we're learning. Sure. And I'm fucking terrible, too. Um, but she'll get something that will happen at work that pissed her off, and now, Jeremy, you didn't pick up your clothes. Now, that's the fucking problem. And I ain't been home all day. And then it's just like, and then eight other things. And I'm like, hey, man. And it has nothing to do with any I'm like, of that. I'm like, hey, man, I don't know what you think happened here, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not your fucking enemy. I'm yeah. your teammate. I yeah. go, so you can tell me about it. Yes. Or we can just sit and argue about some bullshit. And I can pull up 18 things that you don't do that I ask you to do too. <laughs> but that's how, but that's what marriage Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And I'm like, she's like, will you, and it's like, will you never do this? I'm like, yeah. first of all, speaking in absolutes is almost never true. I don't, Absolutely. Ne- I don't never do laundry. I don't do it the way you do it. I yes. go, but I still do do it. But we'll do that. We'll take something from here and then now I'm going to project it on typically the person closest to us and then we kind of go we go yeah yeah it's really not healthy not at all but it takes most people I guess what I'm saying is don't even identify that part of it yes where if I if I come home and she's talking shit or vice versa well let's just have an argument now I'm like well this is not because of me yes this is something else let's find out what that is and then that's why we're here with the step one like just acknowledge you don't feel that good. And then in that moment, it's like, do I really want to talk to somebody right now? If I don't feel, no. All right, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to silence my phone. I'm going to go on the, that whole sleeping, t- whatever that thing is. You know, you put your phone on the focus thing, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But like, there's still times where you just will still lose. Oh, your yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it's okay. But it, again, it's all practice. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, like people understand, like, the emotional game is a, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like curling emotional muscle. It's the same deal. You want your bicep to grow. You, you gotta, you gotta curl it and you gotta feed it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta let it recover. Well, it's the same thing with the emotional deal. You gotta have your experiences first. Okay. Then lift your emotional muscle. How did it go? Eh, I can only lift about 10 pounds today. That's cool. Tomorrow, maybe you get to 20. Well, and I think that's like the old, is it Thomas Jefferson where it would be, especially if it's like conflict, you would like write it. Because he used to write letters before we could like text mm. and talk all this shit. I think it was like you'd write a letter and you'd stick it in a drawer and you come back to it in like, in like three days. Love and, that. And you read it and then see if you really want to send it. And I love that. I remember in our old space, we did a lot of stuff with um, like basketball. We had these basketball guys in there and they're great guys. But these motherfuckers, man, sometimes, dude, I would come in and like just shit would not be where it's supposed to be. And I remember one time they had a kid throw a basketball and he broke a light in our ceiling and they like sweeped it up kind of. But then there's I can find little pieces of glass on the floor. Now we're putting our hands on the floor doing whatever. And man, the video that I made at like five in the morning was just straight heat towards these dudes. (laughs) And. Then the people came in for the group, and I said, let me just put my phone here. And I do the 5 a.m. group. I do the 6 a.m. group. And by the time I like listen to it back, I'm like, I can just redo this in a way where I'm not such an asshole. Because I was so fucking pissed in the moment. But then when I thought about it, I'm like, this can be handled differently. And I know that can't happen for everybody in every situation. but And there's times where Heather and I just completely go at totally. it just because like, we're married. Yeah. But I try not to now because, yes. A, I'm me, and I can go from zero to serial killer like totally. fucking that. Yeah. So I don't, and I don't want to be that person. Yeah. And it, again, at the end of the day, it doesn't feel like, good. And it doesn't resolve anything. 
Absolutely. It makes things worse. Yeah. Cause yeah. Like, who can be louder? Yes. For longer. Yes. And that does, nobody wins. Yeah. The cool thing about, see that, that's an interesting too. It's like, why it's like, everything is about your relationship with it. Like everything is a relationship. What I mean by that, like right, right now, I just had a, a thought about like making a new relationship with an argument. Cause how many times have you had an argument with somebody that's special to you? And it, it made a breakthrough in your quality of life with each other. It made you appreciate love in a different depth, right? Brought it to a different depth, right? And so it's like, well, actually, maybe I shouldn't make myself feel so bad about having arguments or screaming at somebody. Maybe it's okay sometimes I do that. Now, knowing, knowing that I'm not just going to make an excuse now every time I have an argument. Like, it's okay, man. I'm just, I'm okay with arguments. It's like, I'm still working on me as an individual day to day, but I'm never going to re reach this ultimate pinnacle where I'm the perfect human being. It doesn't exist. So along the way, I'm just going to allow myself some fuck ups. Well, I think you have to, too. Like if there's like, you're going to address like problems and different things. Sometimes you're going to people, and especially if things that are like real, like to you, like you're going to get sensitive about them. Like you're going to be salty about totally. them. Cause they're like, they're talk, they're, picking at something you did but you're like now they're probably right like maybe i am kind of an asshole absolutely and i maybe should change this and i know it but i don't want to be called out on it and now it's bothering me so i'm gonna like fire back yes and that's but really it's how you resolve stuff if you can do that and then there's other arguments for like if it's my own household where we'll do it and then it's just like we're almost laughing at the end because how fucking stupid it is like totally and i like there's probably a hundred of those i can't even remember like what the topic would be and then we're like what are we doing yeah and our dog is just looking at us like what the fuck is wrong with you too yeah but that's just life though for sure yeah yeah so where can these dudes i mean is there anything else did i forget anything no i mean i think we covered a, a shit ton there you know you're two and a half hours in almost are we really yeah holy lord i usually can tell because then i usually about to pee my pants yeah totally um, i did that last time almost yeah yeah this is a lot though dude yeah I think it's helpful. I mean, people are yeah. going to think you're crazy. Oh, uh, totally. For sure. And to be honest with you, like now, like the way I feel about me and what's going on in my life and whatever, like, I think I'm pretty good with that now, which is awesome to say. Cause, and again, like this is part of the deal. L listen to yourself or actually feel yourself when you're speaking. Cause sometimes you'll know whether you really truly believe something when you're speaking it to another. Cause Sometimes someone says something to me like, or they ask, even the, a simple question like, hey, how do you, how do you feel that? How are you feeling? Oh, I'm good. And inside I'm like, that's not fucking true. I don't feel good at all right now, but I'm just not going to share it with this person because it's super awkward if I start telling them this stuff, right? Yeah. But there's like, like the thing I'll talk about, butt tree, or, or even right now when I just told you about my life, like me sitting here saying that to you a, a couple months ago, a year ago, I don't know how I would have felt saying that to you. But right now in this moment, I just felt that visceral feeling of, I got some peace with that right now. And that's fucking cool. You know? It's weird because we always do that. We'll say, hey, how are you doing? And that, well, my response is like, well, I could complain. <laughs> but nobody gives a shit, so I'm not going to. Exactly. Because it's like the Lou Holtz quote, like 80% of people don't care. And 20% yeah. of people are happy they're your problems. <laughs> And I, and I don't, I don't, I don't do, because again, like, but again, I'm here in the capacity of, and I know like it's a, it's an exchange of energy here. Like yeah. it doesn't always have to be fountain drain, Yes. but also like these guys are here to let their shit go yeah. and do their thing. Yeah. I don't need to dump my bullshit. Oh my God. On them. Right. So I just swallow it all day yeah. here, <laughs> you know, but that's what we do. And I tell people like in this, if this is your life and I still, 
because I get something out of coaching people still that the internet doesn't give me and other things don't give me. Yeah. But it is a draining thing for sure because yeah. you're always just taking in, taking in. And the stories are usually awesome. And it's not for me to to make their day worse. Totally. And I don't want to. Do, and again, that's not how I. Yeah. Who's going to want to show up, do a workout and have you dump on them? Yeah. But again, <laughs> and again, if that's who you are, that's fine. I go, but that's not my process. Totally. And the way, because this is how I think of it. Well, if I say this to them, are they going to fix it? And if they can't fix it, then why the fuck Where do I leave us? And that's what I do. I'm yeah. like, well, you're not going to fix my shit anyway. Yeah, so I'm good. like, you don't need to know it. But yeah. some people, it's like cathartic for them to just to spit. Or maybe that's part of their loop where they just, they go spit to everybody yeah. and then nothing really changes. Yeah. Well, th- that and that's another conversation we could totally have about like, there's a difference between, because remember, it's all about point of attraction, right? So if you're in your sob story telling your story, your point of attraction is in sobbing, right? So then you're right there where you last left it. Like, it's never going to change. Yeah. But if you're literally like, okay, I understand this. I understand the makings up of the universe and I'm, I'm on it now. So let me just talk to you, but I'm going to talk to you in a way where I'm looking for the growth. I'm feeling in to what I'm saying. Oh, when I just made that statement, ooh, that hit me right here. Oh, cool. That's letting me know that shit ain't true. That's not serving me anymore. And then you start talking more and you go, ooh, I feel better when I say that. What did I just say again? Ooh, there's some truth to that. There's some realness to that. Okay, cool. Let me go down that, that, that journey. Let me go down that path and see what that is. And it, there is, on the flip side, there's, I do talk with a lot of people and sometimes that's just what they want to do is just kind of complain in a circle forever. Totally. And I don't want to be anywhere that circle. And you can tell, and I hate to say this, but you can tell, and it's sad to see because they never really get out of it. Yeah. And it's not my, I'm here to teach bear crawls. Yeah. Like in split squats, <laughs> you know, like, and I, and I, and I listen a lot and I think people ask me for my advice. Like somehow I have an answer. I really don't. Yeah. I'm just going to share. If you ask me, I'll tell you. If sure. not, it's not for me to criticize or you to sure. do anything. Sure. But you can hear it. And you see them over and over and over and they never get out of it. And they just, everything is a fucking problem. And it every I'm, and they're always a victim and they don't really want even a solution. They just want to say the shit to say it. And I do think it makes them feel better, yeah. like in that moment. Yeah. Although it doesn't fix anything because five years later, they're still maybe not saying the same thing, yeah. but it's the same exact thing. Absolutely. And that's tough, man. Totally. Like, you, I can't, it's like, I can't do the exercises for you. Absolutely. I can't do push-ups for it. You have to do yeah. the fucking push-ups. And yeah. that, that's a mental yeah. push-up that they'll have yeah. to do. And I just want everyone to know, listen, like, like I, I consider myself a master or an expert with the information, but I'm in the same boat as every other human being about practicing. Because it's not like all my practices and processes work every day like that. Like, I feel really bad, I do my process, I move on, and I'm shining light again. That's not how that works. No. Because you're a human being who's constantly evolving, and so what happens is sometimes you evolve out of processes that used to work for you. And so you got to identify new processes, because the old ones aren't working anymore. That's a good thing. That means you grew. That means you expanded. Take your growth and move on. But I'm, I'm just saying that. As far as me, not coming on here to be the self-righteous dickhead who knows it all. I'm telling you, 
I'm in this every day. There hasn't been one day in my life since I was 30 years of age that I haven't thought about this and attempted to understand it more. You could think that is fanatical and crazy. Sometimes it is. It's overanalyzing and it's totally no bueno for me. But it's also brought me to this point in time in my life where I created a dream. I created a dream. I made it to the major leagues out of nothing. My playing experience was shithole. You would never pay to watch me play. But I made it to the big leagues. And it's because I knew this information. And now I'm just attempting to, to, to know it more, to know it differently, to know it better, to be able to just like you, give back to some folks, but also to create some really cool shit in my life moving forward. Well, I don't think you get to that point without being fucked up and doing a lot of dumb shit along the way. Absolutely. Like if your stuff was all like, hey, I can always master my, you know, my energy and my mm -hmm. mindset, my emotions, you don't get to be here. It's a good point. It doesn't happen. Yeah. And the same thing when you're like, hey, your beliefs and stuff will evolve. I'll tell the story quick and we'll go. Like I joke with my buddy BJ Gador, who used to be the fitness director at Men's Health. I'll be on the podcast with him later this week. We talk about this sometimes where like what we used to think was like making it and what I used to think was cool. <laughs> and sometimes I wish my brain could still be back in that in, in pieces. And the, the example I'll give is if we're going to talk social media and Instagram, I remember when like being on a magazine cover was like, if I can just be on fucking magazine covers, that will be everything. And then we'd get on all these magazine covers. That's cool. If I can just be in muscle and fitness or men's health, or if yeah. I can just get 10,000 people on Instagram to watch me shirtless and tell me, <laughs> and tell me I'm fucking shredded. And now that I'm older, I don't give a fuck sure. about any, and I'm very grateful for those things. And I, and if of they, ne if they never happened, who knows if I would feel the same way, Yeah. but they did happen. So here I am. And, and now it's like, we still do it, but I don't get the, it, whether it's adrenaline or dopamine or whatever, I don't get that from it. Mm. So when we throw something out there and everybody tells me I'm the fucking greatest thing in the world, it's, I don't feel it. Yeah. Like when I was 25, yeah. I'm like, this is fucking great. Yeah. It's not the same anymore. Yeah. But my belief system on what's important it's and what I value is completely different. Yes. And I think that for people listening, like that's just a natural, hopefully a progression for you. Yes. And the things where an example I'll give too, when I first, uh, my dad probably still remember this. I told him, he would say, you didn't have any kids. And I would joke and like, maybe I will, who knows? Um, you know, could happen tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but I would say like, you know, you can either have a minivan or drive a Mercedes. And I would joke because if you have kids, you're fucking broken. It's not the truth. I go, but that was my belief system. Yeah. And, and I say the Mercedes thing because I used to think like, that's what you would do. Like yeah. that was making it. Yeah. And no offense if you guys drive a Mercedes, I'm sure they're, they're great cars. <laughs> But I have the money to buy whatever. Yeah. I don't give a fuck yeah. about that because there's no meaning in it for me now. Yeah. But when I was 23. That's what you thought. That was the coolest thing of all time. Yeah. And it's, I guess the, the point is it's okay to let go of those things and like evolve in your belief system. Yes. And to be, to still feel motivated in my job or whatever, yeah. you know, likes and comments and magazine covers and driving a Mercedes is not the driving factor. Maybe yeah. that was in year number one, but it's not in year 15. Yeah. And that's natural. Agreed. That's okay. Agreed. Uh, where do these guys find you at? Like, what do you do? What do you uh, do? What do you yeah, do? See, I, that's the thing. Like it's, it's still something tough for me to explain because in this human being world, like, I don't know what I do. 
Like, well, it's like a, you do you coach. So I I I can coach in any aspect because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I'm a a master of like organization and development of systems. So it's like it doesn't matter what it is. I could coach it because I can under I can step back and go okay. I can ask the right questions and I go okay. Now let me go away for a second and let me put something together and I'll come back and I'll show you what I got. Right. Yeah. I do that best in the pitching world because that's where I spent most of my life, but I could coach in any aspect, any regards. Right. But so I have a few clients on that for consulting, right? That's how some bucks come in. I'm uh, uh, currently self-publishing an art poetry book. That'll be ready. Like after the new year's, like a couple months into the new year. I'm working on um, Love Affair Apparel, which is an apparel line that I have a website right now, but don't go to it. Don't purchase anything because the production is not is not lined up yet. So I've had I've done no marketing on it whatsoever because I don't want anyone to know because if they start getting shit and they don't like it, fuck my business. Right? Yeah. Okay. So I have that in the works. That's almost ready. Um, and I was doing these self uh, the the uh, um, oh I had an idea of a emotional awareness app called soul centered the app now that's still out there in the ethers floating around but it's not something i'm directly working on i have a business plan i have a pitch deck i was presenting to investors but i got all lost in the grind of i gotta find money and it took the fun away so i stepped back i'm like nah don't want to do that right now so really what do i do uh i work on happiness every day i think about what do i want to do today that would be fun and if it shows up as part of my work that could maybe bring me in some funds, great. If it shows up as I got, I'm going to work out, I'm going to go surf, pickleball. Pickleball is a big thing in my life right now, dude. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. Pickleball is it's a big crazy thing right how now. popular it is here yeah. too. Yeah. I, I, I love pickleball, man. I play pickleball often. So it's like those things. Like that's, that's me. So like if you go to Instagram at Douglas Bryant White, you'll see I got 803 followers. And there we go. Thumbs yeah. up for me. It's such a different, like, for people to listen, they're like, this fucking guy, man. Like, but it's weird because, oh, like, these conversations, and, and I always will parallel to David Jack because he's, he's I don't want to say, like, you guys are crazy because you're not. Yeah. You just don't see things the same. Yeah. And it's, it's so, how, because I'm a, and he calls me a bulldozer. I just put the blade down and yeah. I fucking go. Perfect. And I'm very, like, I have a process, but it's, I play the game though. Yeah. And for some reason, like, I am I can tolerate it enough in my own fucking weird way to connect the dots where you guys are just like, you're playing a different sport, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally recreating the way I live my life from how I lived it 17 years in professional baseball. Because that's a, it's a regimented thing. Yes. This is the season. This is when we're here. This is when we're not. You show totally. up. It's, it's a it's a normal job. So literally, like it's like, what do you do? It's like, well, I live my life because I'm I'm literally in the I'm I'm in the midst of everything that's going on for me right now in my journey. I guarantee in a mo- in a year from now, to, maybe in a month from now, but a year from now, two years from now, maybe it's a book. Maybe it's a freaking. Maybe it's a. a I'm gonna be freaking talking on stages all over the world. I, d- I don't know. Something's gonna come from it. I guarantee it. Yeah. That's what I know. I'm just saying. Like when we were talking, it when we first started this show, like 15 hours ago, right when we started. Yeah. I was like, like I'm at the beginning of the. I, I'm not at my pinnacle yet of this portion of my life, whatever that's supposed to mean for human beings. 
I'm at the starting point of that process. And I guess for every young person who's listening, if you're still here, <laughs> uh, you know, it's well, cause I, I know if I was like 25, I mean, I guess if I like, you know, if they liked me, I guess maybe they'd listen to me talk shit, but I'd be like 25, like what the hell? Because my brain was not ready to like think yeah, of this, this. Way. and it just yeah. wasn't. And now, yeah. and I've always thought I was like crazy because so many things never like made sense to me, like just school and like why I have to learn parallelograms and all this fucking horseshit. Totally, totally. I'm just like, this like, is, what's the point of all that? I'm bullshit? like, this is dumb. Yeah. But now as I listen to it, I'm like, okay, I'm more open to it. But if, if a young kid's listening, I guess the point is you did something for essentially two decades Yes. to get to the pinnacle of like what it was. And then you're like, well, now I'm going to live a different life. Yes. And I, there's a lot of people and I'll talk about this with my wife when she comes on, because a lot of people will say, Hey, you know, I'm this age, but I haven't achieved this yet. And I'm this age and this yet. And I go, yeah. that's not a thing, dude. And nope. I mean, it's a, something that we made up, but just because you're, you're not married when you're 25 and you have three kids when you're 30 and you don't yeah. have this career when you're 40. Yes. God willing, you're probably going to live if you're 25 years old, like fucking three or four more lifetimes. Dude. Yes. So there's going to be all these different stages. And, and I like maybe I'll be doing this in, in 10 years, but maybe I fucking won't. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. And I think because I'm willing to admit that and accept that and I'm open to it, there is this freedom in it. Yes. But there's also like a, an excitement to it too. Yeah. Of where like it might, cause like, again, this podcast didn't exist five years ago. Yeah. And so this is something new. There's all these different things. And you're just in that space where I think if you, yes. Hey, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to be a teacher for 40 years. And maybe that's your jam and you fucking love it. Or maybe that seems like it's a prison. Yes. And now I can't get out of it, but just know if you're listening, you can fail a bunch of times and yes. you can change careers and it could still be awesome. Yes. And that, that's the thing. It's like, the message would be like, you don't have to put up with your life. You're supposed to be thriving in your life, not putting up with it. And so I took a look at myself in professional baseball in the big leagues. And I'm like, fuck, I'm starting to put up with my life more than thrive and live and love my life. And so I was like, man, I, I need to make another decision. And so I just chose to make another decision. And now I'm in the process of braining it and being it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that takes a little time to unfold. And so I have to offer a softness to myself, an allowance of myself. I got to be nicer to myself to allow me the time to unfold it all, to let it unfold. And that's the process I'm in. And I think for a lot of people that would scare the shit out of them. It scares the shit out of me sometimes too when I put my thoughts there. Yeah. It scared me a lot more, you know, two years ago, a year ago than it does right now. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just part of it. It, you don't have I'm in the fucking middle of it I can't jump ship now yeah I there's no cord I could pull because well, I mean what's the other option hey you go work for enterprise no fucking chalk yeah I'm gonna I'm ride or die on this one but this is it we're good there's no plan B we're good yeah I dig it man yeah um I'll link your stuff. You want me to put your Instagram in there? They can look at some flowers yeah. and shit. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah, whatever we're else good. you do. Like in another like six months, year, two years, whatever, I'll come back and then maybe I'll have an actual website thing where like hey go to this and purchase this yeah. and help me succeed <laughs> it's so crazy because it's so like the opposite of of what like we do yeah everything mine is and we give a lot like i this is three hours and we give yeah. all the stuff we give but i make money yeah doing it. like everything is a, it's an ex everything's an exchange um, whether it's disproportionate, I give to what I get or vice versa, but everything is that. And yours is just 
fuck it, I'm just going to give it, man, and see where it takes me. Yeah. I'm just, starting to get some value exchange, which yeah. is pretty cool to see, like start come in. Um, but again, like I'm just being pretty careful because again, I want to be deliberate about the way I set up now my life, this next part of my life. For sure. I don't want to set it up the way I set it up. It, it's not going to be for me. I want, I want more freedoms. Yeah. I dig it, man. Yeah. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah. This I think I appreciate you having me. Yeah, man. This yeah. is, I mean, I always learn a lot and freak some people out too. <laughs> It's fucking great. Dude. I can't wait till they hear the ward story. And be like, oh shit. Yeah, man. it's crazy because like, yeah. I mean, I've had them burned off. I mean, that's yeah. like, and they just wouldn't go away. Yeah. But, I mean, fuck. Maybe I'm gonna start see what I can do. <laughs> I'm a Jedi mind trick to shit out a lot of stuff now. Um, awesome, awesome, dude. I appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, um, for you guys listening, if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, drop it a five star, leave a comment. I'd appreciate it. All the Jeremy Scott Fitness app stuff is in the show notes. If you guys want a free week, you can try it on me. And if you want a free sample of Athletic Greens or the Beam Dream CBD sleep product, hit me up. We'll send those. All the other discounts and sponsors are in the notes. I'll be back on Sunday talking real estate. So slightly changing gears here. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate you guys for listening. Thanks, man. I appreciate you being here. And uh, until next time, you guys, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please... Keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.